All right, everybody. Glad to see y'all tonight. Welcome to uh, what normally would be Friday night D&D, but in, we've wrapped up our Storm King's Thunder campaign, and we have now moved on to some Shadow of the Demon Lord. Um, tonight we're gonna be gonna be doing a, a little bit of uh, a little bit of everything. Uh, so the primary campaign we're gonna be running through is called Tales of the Demon. Tell yeah, Tales of the Demon Lord. Which is um, just kind of a a little. Um, it's got eleven adventures. It's designed to bring characters from level zero all the way up. So we're gonna be doing that. But we're also I'm gonna be throwing in some other side adventures and stuff like that. They're gonna be exploring the land of rule, um, and then that way I don't want them to rush right up to level ten. So they're gonna we're gonna be taking the level a little slow. That kind of stuff. Uh, just a quick disclaimer before we get started. Let me. Very misleading. There we go. I was, yeah, I was gonna give my disclaimer, but I figured I might better bring y'all in too when I do this. Um, so as y'all already know, and whoever's watching, uh, this is a horror fantasy game. It's for adults. There's gonna be discussions that some might find offensive. If you get easily offended, you probably want to leave now. Which. You had to have clicked that you were would view mature content to even come here. So if you don't like it, it's your own fault. No, no blame on me. It's it's fun. Everybody should enjoy this game. Right, so oh, this we'll... was a Barney bit campaign. I'm I might not be strong enough to handle this. <laughs> uh, Wendell's going to be ten minutes late. Um, so we'll give him we'll give him ten minutes. Just kind of I'll run you all through some stuff. Um, what's that? All right. Uh, so on the right hand side of the screen, uh, under notes, I've got some little handy dandy information in there for y'all. Uh, actions listed out, afflictions, anatomy of a round, um, different types of attacks you can use, different type of move actions you can use. And then also some maps that you'll use uh, throughout your time in Demon Lord. Um, also, you all should have your character sheet. So we'll be using your character sheet and rolling real world dice. If you don't have dice, you can use a, like a dice generator or something. But uh, yeah. Um, the way combat works in this is, um, yep, absolutely. So you don't there is no real initiative. Uh, the players go first, and then the the DM goes first. And in a round, you have fast turns and slow turns. Your fast turns go first, and the fast turns you can either take an action or a move action but you can't do both. So the players would get to do their fast turn and then I would do my fast turn. And then it goes to a slow turn, which you can do a move action and an action. So the players would do their slow turn and then I would do my slow turn. And then it would be end of the round and we would take care of any kind of effects or anything. Do y'all have any questions on that? I have one. Yep, go ahead. Are we able to do a fast turn and a slow turn for the 
one round of combat or is it one or the other? It's one or the other. At, at the beginning of the round, you decide whether you're going to take a, a fast turn or a slow turn, you know, based on what he sets the scene in. Because if basically, if you want to run away, you may want to take a fast turn. But if you want to like move and position yourself and then do an attack or do a cast or somebody's already right on you, then you can do your fast turn to attack or or, or whatnot. So fast turn is move or action. Slow turn is both. Correct. Are you able to? Are you able to use a slow turn to attack twice? Uh, negative. Unless you have some ability that gives you um, the ability to attack twice, and you just get to attack once. Um, let's see here. So health, your health score in this game, it is what it is, and it stays that way unless some kind of condition changes it by leveling up or um, some tomfoolery that I do upon you. Uh, so as you take damage, you add your damage up. So And then when your damage equals your health score, that's when you become incapacitated and start making uh, death rolls, which we'll come to that, uh, I can guarantee you almost. Um, <laughs> so there is the ability for Twitch chat to interact with us while we play. They can spend corruption points to buy benefits for y'all or benefits for me or stuff to hinder y'all or stuff to hinder me. Um, and Tricks and Wicco, since y'all are um, Patreons of mine, you should have a metric shit ton of points that you could spend in the in the channel. Um, also, if you all want to make a note, uh, you each have one fortune. Uh, you'll you'll get one fortune to spend per game, and the fortune is kind of like inspiration in D and D. You can use that to turn a failure into a success. You can turn one of my successes into a failure. Um, on rolls, uh, hits, you could do an automatic hit if you wanted to, uh, that kind of stuff. And then once you use it, it's, uh, it's gone. Um, I'll say that they could, uh, you can spend the points on yourselves, but you can only do it once per session. That way somebody doesn't drop a 20 spot in the channel, which I would love a 20 spot in the channel, but that way they just don't sit there and heal themselves every round and make themselves unkillable. I see how it is. You can do the end of all things, but we can't make ourselves unkillable. I see how this is. <laughs> the end of all things will only be used as necessary. Hopefully after level 10. Um, the stuff that I would pull out for that, the level 10 probably wouldn't even save you. I, I would pull out, uh, Schwab put out like a, a god bestiary almost. Uh, so I would pull something out of that. Hard pass. People don't know us enough yet. Don't kill us yet. Yeah. Y'all have any other questions for me? What is everybody, uh, kind of shooting for as far as class?
We'll start. Uh, we'll start at the top. Um, Michael, you want to answer that one? Hi, uh, my character is Timothy Hightower, the uh, seventh seventh son of seventh son of the of the Azul Hightowers. You know, don't let the the name of the town of Azul you know get to you just because the town is known for assassins and death and all that thing. You know, I I, I I'm I'm a young man, uh, 18 years old, uh, human. Uh, very good looking. Don't hold that against me. Uh, academic, interested in magic and the uh, <coughs> occult. Um, but yeah, um, just out exploring the world. Don't mind the fact that all six of my brothers before me have died and I've become the heir. I'll leave it there. Rix, what are you uh, going to be leaning towards? Uh, well, so. <laughs> I, uh, all you young whippersnappers, don't, uh, don't be disrespectful. I'm a 76-year-old, uh, human male, about 5'10", um, worship, um, revel. So, you know, some people say he's a mad god. Some people say that he's a genius. It depends upon, I guess, how you look at it. Uh, I've been known to frequent bars and, and various places like that, and, um, We'll see what uh, we'll see where life takes us. Quicker, what about you? Uh, I'm a dwarf. Uh, I have a staff, facial hair, got a big ass belly. I don't like any of you. You probably won't like me. Uh, I don't see any reason that you need to know about me, and I don't really care to know about. And Flip, what about you? What are you leaning toward? What, what you got going on? I'm a youngster. I'm only 35 years old. However, I'm pretty hairy. I'm very portly and I'm grubby. And I am certainly proud of my race. I can't stand an orc, I can tell you that. What is your race? Dwarf. Average height and weight. For a dwarf. Yeah, that's that's debatable on a dwarf. Some dwarves are bigger than others. That's, that's, what, that's what your mom said. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those games. Okay. That was uh, talking about the staff sizes, not the dwarves. Which staff are we talking about? Okay, let's keep going. Gary and Big Club. <laughs> uh, so it's been ten minutes. We're just gonna get rolling and. We'll brief window whenever he gets here. So enough of the jazz music. Just gonna jump right into this. One more thing. All right. It's nightfall. It's raining. You are not going to be starting in a nice and cozy tavern like most adventures do. Because that would just be boring to start out the same way. Instead, uh, you are all standing in an alleyway. Um, in one of your hands is a flyer that you saw uh, nailed to the post of uh, a random light post out on the street 
Uh, it says missing uh, Father Gregory, and it has a, a picture of Fra Father Gregory um, last seen at the uh, uh, Temple of the New God, um, the Shrine of the Ascended. Uh, you were waiting in this alleyway because you have set up a meeting with Sergeant Elise. Um, who you've been told has been investigating the disappearance of Father Gregory on her downtime. Uh, so that's what you all are doing at the moment. What would y'all like to do? What city are we in? How big is it? Uh, you were, so you were in the city, uh, or the, yeah, the city of crossings. Uh, let me share the map with you real quick. How would you describe the alleyway? Is this is this like a multi-story building? Are these small huts? Are these two-story buildings? And we're you know kind of in a oh okay that helps. Is this a cramped alleyway or is this one of the larger ones as we wait? Or I mean, basically, is this a serpentitious meeting, or or would you say we're 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 out in the open? Uh, you're not really out in the open. Uh, it's I would say it's probably your standard alleyway, uh, maybe eight feet across um got two story buildings on each side uh but you you do know you were specifically stated to meet her here at night uh because she was unable to visit uh in the in the daytime uh so just a little bit of history on the cross are there balconies uh there are not balconies that can see you just balconies looking out towards the street i have a few questions yep go ahead Question number one, do we know what this Sergeant Elise looks like or any information about her appearance? Uh, you have been told that she uh, is a young woman in her 20s, and that is about all that you know of her. Question number two, um, was there anyone in our group, I don't believe there was, that was female? Uh, negative. And Stone is leaning against the alley wall in shadow if you can find any and keeping to himself. I, I walk into the alleyway. Uh, the, the, the rain is dripping off my cloak. I'm just kind of like trying to every now and then the drips drip into my the cowl of my face and I wipe it off my face. I look at my flyer and then I look up and see the others there and I go, oh, hi. Uh, uh, here for a meeting by chance? I'll hold up my flyer, but I won't say anything. I'll look at the other ones. Uh, yeah, we got Silent over here. What about the rest of you? Tricks flip. What are what are y'all doing? I think they're all playing gargoyles. I'll move forward and join the rest. Trying to find my dice. Well, talkative bunch here. Uh, yeah. So, are 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 you here looking after this father character? You know, interesting religion and whatnot. But uh, you know, if you believe in that stuff, but you know, murder, interesting stuff. So, uh. A minute or two later, after you all arrive, um, 
a a hooded figure uh, steps into the alleyway opposite y'all and uh, pulls back her her cloak and and kind of kind of waves to y'all and 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 introduces herself. Greetings. My name is Elise. I assume you are here to meet me regarding the presence or the disappearance of Father Gregory. The alleyway that we're in, is it like 10 feet in directions that we're like covered from the street view? Or is it like 50 feet before you could get back to the street? How exposed to public thoroughfare? Um, it looks to be about uh, 40 foot long. So I would assume that y'all might have went towards the middle of it so you're not exposed to the street? Or would y'all have stayed towards the opening? I think I would have taken a little bit of both. Call okay. it halfway between each. I'm probably the last one to kind of wander in. My character doesn't have a lot of, you know, adventuring. It's more of an academic character type, you tell me. But so I say hi to her. Um, hi. Um, how, how old is she? Do you say? Um, she looks to be in her in her twenties. Uh, you. It's a little dark out. You can see. Well, it's it's a lot dark out because it's night and it's raining. But you can see that she has uh, dark hair that's fairly cut short. Um, not really pretty. Not really ugly. Just kind of plain looking. Uh, but she does uh, look to be in fairly good shape. Like she might be able to carry herself uh, in a fight. She a human? Uh, absolutely. I'll just kind of nod, but I won't say anything either. I'll let the others do the talking. I'll walk forward straight to the middle of the uh, the distance between I'm standing and to her, and I would uh, I, I'll, I'll I'll walk up and and sort of give a little bow and say uh, it's an honor to meet you. She nods to you and says it's it's good to to see a dwarf that's not stumbling about in the tavern. Ha! <laughs> I laugh. Uh, yeah, it's, you do see that a lot around here, and we've got Silent over here in the corner, but, uh, I pulled my hood off. Um, I, I am, apparently my character's described as one of the great beauties. It's definitely crawls attention, and I smile at her, and I was like, it's, 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 it's a pleasure, it's, it's a pleasure to meet a, 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 a champion of the city and protector. What can you tell us about this murder, um, uh, the murder most foul? I'm really interested in the murder. Well... Well, before I get too far, who uh, who might the other your other two friends be? And she uh, she looks to uh, the older gentleman and uh, the dwarf leaning up against uh, the wall. The whole time she keeps cutting her eyes back uh, to Timothy. So I walk up closer to her and tell her that it's a pleasure to meet her. And if it you know forty years ago, boy, could I have done something. Lean up against my staff, and that's it. In I'll walk. Go ahead. go ahead. Nope, go ahead. I will, uh... Well, how... Okay. Map question. How far away would you say I am from where Alyssa and the other two are standing as I'm up against the wall? Um, I mean, would you have kind of kept your distance from them, or would you have stayed close to them? Well, your answer to my question determines my answer to yours, sir. Um, I would say 
that you're probably with everybody. So, and she's kind of wandered up into the mix of y'all. Okay, so at normal speaking volumes, I would still be able to hear, and if I chose to speak, they'd hear me without having to raise my. Yep, absolutely. I'll stay exactly where I'm at then. Okay. Do you introduce yourself at all? Just a eye contact and nod of the head, and if she doesn't point blank ask me again, then I say. All right. She she doesn't. She just kind of nods in your your direction and accepts your nod back and and goes back to looking at the rest of the party. Um, and then she she says, "Well, I guess uh, down down to business. Um, if you're here and you have the flyers, which I see some of you do, you're here to investigate uh, the disappearance of Father Gregory." Um. I can tell you what I know, and then, unfortunately, I, I won't be able to really help you much uh, any further. I, I I initially inquired about the case, but then uh, was was asked uh, to kind of tend to my normal duties and, and ignore everything. Was there anything odd about this murder that, that you were told to look the other way? Wealthy, you know, you know, simple symbols on this on the site. Did did you actually see the murder site? Where was it? Well, I I didn't see the 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 murder site, um, but I I I do know that uh, the in addition to Father Gregory, you see, Father Gregory was actually investigating some other people that have gone missing. Um, in in this area of town, which let me uh, crossings is divided up into different areas uh, based on um, your status within the town. Uh, the place that y'all are currently in. I is, lost that map. Could you pull it up for me? Absolutely. The spot that y'all are in is. Called. Where is it? Old Town, I believe is the name of it. Yep, it's kind of kind of the the poor. Nope, I'm sorry. It's. I see Old Town on the map. How oh, is this crap? So we're just north of the mayor's residence. Nope, I lied. Y'all are in... I see Old Town as well, but I... I don't know. Are we uh, south of the it, Iron Road there? It's ir irrelevant at the moment. Um, irrelevant. Uh, so y'all are in the poorer side of town. Um, and she... Go ahead. We want to just assume down by the docks then? Yep, yeah, towards the docks area. Um, and she she says, well, Father Gregory had, has gone missing, and he was actually investigating the disappearance of of other um, people in, in this district. Um, you know, it's mostly been like drunkards and criminals and, and other vagrants and whatnot that, you know, people that won't generally be missed, but Father Gregory has a very kind heart, and 
and set out to try to try to find these people to see what's going on. And now he has come up missing himself. Is he actually missing or was there a body? He is missing. And the others were their bodies? They have not been bodies as well. They have all gone missing. Has there been any, any other associated strange things going on in town? Anything that might might be related in any way? That I I I don't really know myself. I I'm just recently started kind of looking into things. Um, the the only thing that I could find that they all had in common. Uh, you know, besides being like the dregs of society, was they all seemed to hang out at uh, the Fallen Soldier Tavern. Um, it's a, a rundown uh, place uh, on the border between Grievings and Tankards. Which that's uh, the sections. Okay, so yeah, if you look on the map, you'll see Grievings and then you'll see Tankards somewhere. I'll get a higher, higher res map before the next game. It's fine. What was the father's name again? Uh, Father Gregory. Who was the last person to see Father Gregory before he went missing? That, uh, I, I am not sure, to be completely honest with you. Has there been any unrest, either on the po uh, politics side of things? Is anybody fighting for control of the city, or any interesting religion or relig religious signs that have been seen around town? No, not, um, not that I am aware of. I mean, you, you have your, your normal, obviously, factions within the town and stuff like that, but, but nothing that I, I am aware of. Nobody, nobody would ever wish Father Gregory harm. I mean, he, he, he does good. He, he does preach his beliefs, but he doesn't force them upon you. Where, where where did Father Gregory uh, stay? Where did he rest his head, Madame? He uh, stayed at the Shrine of the Ascended, which I believe is number fifteen on your map. Did uh, the church that Father Gregory preached from? Did he have any assistance? Maybe anyone who was his apprentice, someone that might want his place. No, and unfortunately, it is uh, it is just him. Um, I know he did take people in from time to time who who needed shelter, uh, but other than that, uh, it was just him, and he stayed in his apartment that was in the back. Uh, ha have, have you I'm checked sorry, that residence yet? Uh, no, I have not. I'm sorry. And she kind of looks over. Go ahead. No, do you happen to have a key, or do you mind if we check it out? I say suavely. No, I, I'm actually I basically hinting at breaking into the place. I, I most certainly don't mind if you check it out. I mean, don't say that I sent you there, obviously, um, as I was told to kind of stick to my normal duties. Uh, but you can most certainly check it out. Um, did, did you have something to say, uh, Dwarf? And she looks over to you, Stone. Um, I'll take however many steps I need to to be until I'm, you know, three feet away from her. I don't want to get in her bubble, but I want to get as close as I can without, you know, making her feel uncomfortable. And then I'll, uh, once I'm that close and she's looking in the aisle, I'll just ask, 
You said you've been investigating this even before Gregory disappeared. What else do you know that we need to so that we can do this for you since you said you've been forbidden to? Holding anything back prevents us from helping. Well, I... If it were me, I would definitely check out the fallen soldier. Um, I nod. They they all seem to frequent there, so that would be your best bet to start with. Um, and if if you wanted to check his uh, his apartment at his shrine, that definitely would be a, a good idea as well. I, I I don't know what kind of clues you might find there, since he was investigating people that disappeared out of the tavern. But any no lead is a bad lead, I guess. How long ago was the first disappearance? How long have you been investigating? And how long was Gregory investigating before he disappeared as well? You can just go when you want to. I'm sorry, can, can you repeat that? The first dredge of society that went missing? How long ago was that? How long ago did you start your investigation to these disappearances? And how long ago did Father Gregory start his investigation before he went? Hmm. She she kind of thinks for um for a moment. Um, I would say maybe eight or nine days ago. Um is when people started disappearing. I mean, I mean, people come and come and go, but when when half the bar patrons suddenly vanish day after day, people start to talk. Okay, eight or nine days ago, when did Father Gregory start looking into things? Um, I believe that was about two days ago. And he was last seen. He he was last seen in uh, out near the fallen soldier, I I believe. I mean, was that a day ago? An uh, hour ago? I believe that was. Um, and she she thinks for for a moment. Um, I think that was about two days ago. So stone I, torn. Stone turns to the other dwarf and says. So in less than a week, they graduated from the dredges of society to someone important. It's been less than two days. I said we go to the fallen soldier, and he's just not even like paying attention to any anyone else. I chime in. Absolutely, sounds like a great idea. I was thinking the same thing. She she looks to uh. uh Mitri and and uh, God, I'm gonna put your name. Is it Velas or Velas? Miter. Velas. She looks to Miter and Velas and says, "Would would y'all be accompanying them as well? I I would hate to see somebody disappear. It seems that uh, strength in numbers would be a good idea." Absolutely. I'll go with them as long as the young whippersnappers don't try to run off and run away from me. How can you call me the silent type when that guy over there, who's Wendell, but I don't know his character name, hasn't said anything? 
Velas, your age will be a welcome addition to our party. No need in sucking up, young one. Well, I... My, my apologies. <laughs> I will, uh... I will leave you all to it. Uh, I must get some sleep before, uh... My shift begins in the morning, and she kind of nods and... and exits out of the alleyway. Before you milady, go... Milady, one, one, one thing before you leave. Yep. Just, just she, two fast questions. She turns one, around and... Weird. She turns around and says, One second, what, what was that, uh, stone? I was going to ask where we can find you if we need to speak with you, and should do so without alerting your superiors who have supposedly don't want us looking into them. Uh, the best way to find me would just uh, wait in the streets around this area, and and I will be on patrol here. And then she turns to, uh, to Timothy and. And my last question. Yes. What, what is your superior's name? My who do you report to? My superior's name is uh, John Q. Smith. Okay. And and you, uh, Sir Timothy? Yes, uh, my, my, I guess you would say companion asked the first question. And the second question is, I you know, I see on this flyer the request for, for review of this, but, you know, I don't see any sign of, you know, a reward or, or some sort of bounty for, for such efforts. At least, you know, pay for the drinks that we'll need to do in order to to acquire information at the tavern, would, would would you or the guard be able to uh, requisition some aid for, you know, some some citizens doing deputy type work, etc.? Well, I, I guess it wouldn't be an adventure without a reward at the end of it, eh? Well, what type of reward are you thinking about? Give me one second while the DM looks in the book for rewards. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> About forty uh, years ago, I am like, so not meta gaming here. I am so not going to make you role play out like sedu seduction. I promise. I mean, yeah. Oh, come on now, I want to hear that. <laughs> um, let's see here. I I believe the reward was set at one gold crown for each of us. That I'm seems paltry, that, but it's I'm afraid that is totally great. Excuse me, really? For, what, four people missing, you said? One of them the clergy of your town? Surely you jest. This is not funny. I, I would agree with that. Well, I am afraid that rewards are based on adventure scale, and this is just a novice adventure. <sighs> I, Very I will well. tell you this. You can, you can keep with whatever you kill. If, not saying that there's going to be any that you'll get into any fights or anything, but you you know what I'm saying. Duly noted. Um, just 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 by chance, fast question: Do you happen to know if any of the stores between here and the tavern happen to be open? Uh, I know it is late in the evening, but um, uh, alas, I seem to have misplaced my armaments on on, on the road, and and all I have is this dagger um, and my I shield. I believe they are, are closed at the moment. Um, Perhaps you can give him your weapon then, since you apparently don't need it and aren't paying us to reimburse ourselves. You want this accomplished, I assume, yes? And she says, I actually did not uh, did not wear a, a... bring a weapon with me. Insight check or the equivalent? How could she be a guard and not be armed? 
Uh, because I am off duty. Yeah, I don't buy it. She's not lying to you. I mug her. I'm just lying. <laughs> <laughs> um, which uh, which part? Uh, miter. The last person. About the weapon or or which? Yeah, by the weapon, the player character. Who this, was that? This that voice stone. This is stone. Okay, just making sure. So she she nods and scurries out of the of the alleyway. I try to remind the others and, and, and politely, especially to the quiet dwarf. I say, you know, I, I can tell there is some sort of animosity, and I, I might be very young, especially to a dwarf of your sort. Uh, but and I mean no offense by that, but um, mayhap we should work together instead of separately. I mean, a gold isn't a lot, but you know, split four ways, it's 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 a decent sum, especially if if if, if worked through the party. I promise to lend my aid and my and my skills, my academia, if if you're willing to work with me too and and watch each other's backs. I honor my dwarvish ancestry more than you can imagine, and I would more than happy be willing to do that. I forgive your age, young one, but when speaking to most dwarves, don't challenge our honor. I will work with you, I will protect you as if you are my own, and I will not be greedier than I am. I will not besmirch my honor. No offense was meant, fair dwarf. And hell, I'm going to die soon anyway of old age, so I'm in. Right, so where, where do y'all head you. to Thank you. I look first? forward to, as, as, as we walk down the streets, I, I'd be interested in hearing your stories. Uh, Sir, Sir Velas, or, or Velas, do, do, do you have a last name? Uh, I, I, I am Timothy Hightower, the sixth of, of the Azul Hightowers. It's nice to meet you, Sir Velas. thought you were the seventh. Uh, seventh, sixth. Um, when all your brothers have uh, a accidents and you become the heir, it doesn't really matter. Accidents? Were you around for any of these accidents? Absolutely not. Have you heard of the town of Azul? I have not. Um, well known for famous assassins, Let's walk but and talk my family is not part of the Assassin's <laughs> Guild or anything like that, so just ignore that aspect of it. So where are y'all walking to? You walking towards the shrine or to the to the bar? Unless somebody said something, uh, Stone's heading towards the Fallen Soldier Tavern by the uh, docks. I'm, fo I'm following. I, I I walk along beside. So so Velas, tell me of your adventures. Are you originally from the city of Crossing? I'm not from here originally. Son, I can't really even remember where to tell you where it's from. I. Uh, Traveled around quite a few times. The, uh, you know, I'm 76, I think. You know, I've been worshiping Revel all my life and uh, seeing how that, you know, some people, again, seem to think that he's a mad god for whatever reason. Um, you know, he just, he just likes what he likes, and so do I. So, as a result, I've traveled around several different places, been several different places that uh, I can't speak of, some of them I can't remember because when I woke up, I wasn't there. So interesting. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, well, well wonderful. Oh, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I put my hood back up to keep the rain off my nose. And I'm watching the streets as we walk through. Are we seeing any shifty characters as we walk through? Um, so you see lots of shifty characters, um, but they all kind of pay you no mind. Uh, but you do can you arrive. Give me a number? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was. I was just. Can you give me a number? How many people are currently on the streets at this late hour? Um. So we'll we'll say it's probably about eleven o'clock. Um. And you okay. see. Seven to eight people just kind of milling about, and then you also see uh, you arrive at a uh, wooden building with a sign out front that's kind of got a soldier that's uh, a sign hanging out front. A soldier kind of kind of slumped over a, a chair, and uh, you hear the sounds of music and whatnot coming from inside. And of these seven and eight people we see on the streets, a lot of them that we think are shifty. Does anything stand out? No, some uh, some just appear to be kind of minding their own business, going about their, their evening or their night. Um, others appear to just be hanging around the outside of, uh, of the tavern. What's the general age of the people on the streets? Is it young, old? Uh, they all look to be uh, mid late twenties. Uh, some in their in their forties or so, but none of them as as old as uh, Bellis. I so as as I walk the streets um, uh, towards the tavern, I just wanted to keep my eyes out. Um, you know, not really pay, like causing a lot of interest in it, but I do want to keep my eye out. For anything that might have some uh, what of a, of a cult or magical look to it, I have uh, academia in both magic and <coughs> a cult. Um, and so I'm interested in learning more. So everybody roll me a perception check. Um, so you'll roll your d20, and whatever your perception score is, you'll subtract 10 from it, and that's the number you add to your d20 roll. So if your perception's 11, you add a 1 to your roll. Um, and Demon Lord, the, the number that you want to beat is always 10. Uh, so a challenge roll is, is always 10 to beat it. So just let me know what everybody rolls. Do we say this out loud or whisper you? No, no, say it out loud. Yeah. I got a 14. Um, 14. Okay. You didn't want to, y'all want to roll it with your real dice? Oh, sure. Oh, well, I mean, I rolled. I'm gonna roll dice, but I can roll it in fantasy. Yep. No, no, no. You don't have to roll. Uh, roll with your real dice and tell me the numbers. Oh well, hell, the real dice numbers. Not I got a thirteen plus one is fourteen. All right. So y'all two succeed. Uh, what about you, uh, there, Flip? You happen to have a brother named Flop. <laughs> uh, Timothy, what'd you get on your uh, perception roll? I, I, I actually wasted a net 20 plus my one, so I rolled 21. Very nice. Glad to hear that. Well, it, what I, you noticed it, if you wasted. it means I wasted it, though, because now my dice will roll very low for the rest of the night. What about you, uh, Miner? What'd you roll on your perception? Stone moves away from that coughing girl while waiting on Miter to respond. 
I too look uh, askance at the uh, coughing lady. Plague in a city, not good. Um, we'll wait. Uh, maybe in the restroom. Um, so enough people succeeded. So you all do notice that the people that are kind of milling about. Oh, there, there Where you, are you are. From? There you are, Flip. What was your uh, perception roll? So roll me a, a d20 and then uh, tell me what you get. Can you hear me? 17. Oh, 17. All right, there we go. And what's your perception score? The actual number itself? Everybody get that? Nope. Yeah, we heard it. Yeah, I heard 17, but I didn't hear seventeen perception. What's your score? It's whatever your intellect is. 17 is good enough, though. 17 passes. Um, so so you, you do all notice that as people are kind of milling about... Um, they do have a nervousness on their faces. Uh, they're they're looking around, constantly looking over their shoulder. They do seem a little skittish. Is there anyone who doesn't fit that criteria? Uh, no, everybody definitely looks to be skittish. So, just making a snap judgment call based on whatever I am or whatever you want me to roll. Stone wants to approach whoever he thinks might be the most intelligent for a question. Sorry, guys. I hear you now, sir. Being that uh, rolling the dice on screen may make you lose connection. That's no good. What were you? Anyway, I... 14. 14? Okay. Uh, so you succeeded. Um, yeah, you, you do notice that people are kind of skittish looking over their shoulders. What were you uh, asking, um, uh, Stone? I, you said there were seven or eight people around. So, you know, without making you give a description of each one, Stone will make a snap decision on who he thinks looks the most intelligent or, you know, at least articulate and might be willing to talk to a dwarf. Um... So none of them look to be necessarily super intelligent. Um, they all just look to be maybe on their way home after closing up a shop, uh, stumbling out of the bar and whatnot. Okay. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll try to approach what I think is a shopkeeper instead of someone who might be already drunk or inebriated. And they, when when you approach, they immediately holler at you to leave them alone and and speed up and and do their best uh, I, to get away I, from I, you. I, I I try to step in front of them. I go, oh, so excuse me, fair sir, fair, excuse me. Uh, and I'm I'm very comely. I am a a great beauty. And I I pull my hood off, and I go, can't you can't you spare us a brief moment? Just it, it's for your own good. They, Out of game. Are you fabuling them right now? Sorry, what was that? Fabio? Are you fabulating? I am not like the world's most beautiful, but I am apparently... I, I rolled a 17 on my on my beauty. I am a one George of the Clooney, world's Brad great Pitt. beauties. Yes. Okay. 
So they okay. they kind of shove you out of the way and say, "Leave, leave me alone! It's not safe. I've got to get home." And they kind of speed past you. While they are doing this, you see Velas walk up to the middle of the street, and I sort of look around at a couple of people and make sure that a couple of the more timid ones are looking at me. Are, are, are people looking into the alleyways? Are they looking behind them? Are they checking on people in the street? Are, are they looking towards the roof line? Where are they worried about? Good question. I mean, they're just kind of, you know how if you're walking along and you get a little nervous and you think somebody's constantly following you or something, they're just kind of looking around, um, looking a little shifty. Welcome, Wendell. Hey, man. Hello. Hey, Wendell. So you see Velas uh, look around. He's like, hey, hey, everybody. Hey, shh, shh, shh. You hear that? Uh, did- how, how many of the townspeople look at me in, in sort of skittish? They, so they totally ignore you. All of them ignore me? Yeah. So not to not to metagame, but I, I, I notice another character since I rolled a 21 and wasted that 20. I notice another character walking up towards us. Wendell, what does your character look like? Uh, he looks like a human. He's got uh, uh, slightly more pointy teeth. He is uh, wearing uh, a robe and he's carrying a staff. Uh, his skin color looks a little, a little off. Not, not quite normal. How old do you appear to be? 21. I know. I, I notice him. I notice he has a flyer similar to the rest of us. I go, uh, hello. Um, did the sergeant send you our way? Or are, are you going with us to the, to the tavern? To, to look after the death of the father, by chance? You're the only one around here that's not seeming to be skittish. There's a flyer? There's a flyer. Am I holding a flyer? We're all holding flyers. Except for... Except for Wendell. Wendell, you just happen to be coming... to... Let me think. Yeah, Wendell, you've got a... You've got a flyer. You met with the sergeant um, the night before, and she pointed you to this tavern to investigate the missing Father Gregory. Stone asked the man point blank, if you met the sergeant, tell me her name. Otherwise, I don't trust you. Start tapping my stick in the middle of the the road and start going, hey, hey, y'all hear me? Um... I say, I hear you. Susie is is the guard's name Susie. The guard's you name, know is, name is Elise. Just real plan. The guard's name is Elise. Thank you. And yes, apparently I have been sent to do whatever it is that we are doing because I I, I just got in. Are there any NPCs still um, looking skittish and all, even though I'm tapping on the ground and going, hey, hey, trying to get their attention? Yep. Yeah, they, um, while everybody was talking about Wendell, they have all since uh, scattered. 
Um, Wendell, grab all a, of them are gone. Grab a blank character sheet real quick, except for the couple okay. outside the tavern. There's a couple still outside the tavern. Yep. I meander over towards them a little bit, still tapping on the ground as I get close to them. You said it's eleven o'clock at night. Yep. <laughs> Still walking, getting close to them, and tapping on the ground. They look to you, and it's like, "What do you, what do you want, old man?" Still tapping on the ground as I'm getting closer to them. They just ignore you. I get up close to the guard, just close to him, and lean up close, really close to him, and go boom, and just start laughing hilariously, and walk away. They just kind of, kind of shake their heads and go back to their business. I look over at Timothy and go, "Son, that's the type of stuff that really gets your kick going in the morning." Stone saw the whole thing and just palms, you know, face palms. What have I got myself into? Yeah, I, I, I concur with everyone else and sort of put my hand on my face and turn around and walk away. Um, so you said it's 11 o'clock, not wanting to be pre- too presumptuous, but I'm assuming that the tavern is not closed for the night. It's still open another few hours. Yep, it's open. You hear um, music and whatnot inside. Uh, so assuming that I was unsuccessful in trying to stop someone for a conversation of the people going home, I'll head into the tavern. Okay, does everybody else go? Yep. Come on, man, whippersnappers. I'll show you how an old man drinks. I will have water. As soon as Stone walks through the door, he's trying to get a total snapshot of what's, you know, in prioritizing potential threats. So you see um, the Fallen Soldier is a rundown place. Um, The building next door is burned to the ground, uh, and the opposite side of it is a brothel. Um, and these, the smell as you come in, uh, the smell of vomit and piss kind of tingles your nose a little bit. Uh, there's a single bar, um, to, to one side, uh, with some stools, uh, a couple of tables, and then, uh, earth over in the corner that is currently not lit. And then you see, uh, just somebody over in the corner playing some music. How many? How many cup of them did you say are inside this bar? Um, thirteen. And then somebody else was asking something. Rachel, make up of the bar. So I'm going to go up to the uh, the bartender at the bar. I'm just going to as we as we walk in. Hang on one second. What what was that, Miter? I'm sorry. What what is the what what is the how many dwarves? How many uh, humans? Um, there are, we'll say, four humans, um, five dwarves, uh, one orc, and and then three halflings. Tell me about the, 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 the general area that we're at. Is it primarily humans? I mean, is it like 
the history of, of, of like sort of where we're uh, the city uh, crossings is one of the older cities so it's a mosh pit of of all all the different races Tempor. Uh, of those 13 that you said are in this bar in the race denominations four humans three dwarves and orc and three halflings what appears to be the bartender or you see a a a rather portly man with it's he's got uh, some shaggy black hair um uh, human and he's back uh working behind the bar um what were you gonna say timothy what's the racial makeup of the of the staff uh that's just him he's human Yep, he's human. I uh, walk up to him. I uh, go, oh, my fair sir. Can I, can I, can I buy a drink from you? Just, just a simple, simple mead or, or. or oh, fair sir, is that some kind of insult? Absolutely not. No, no. I, I, I I'm just. You know, forgive the courtly clothing, but I, but I have simple tastes when it comes it comes to drink and. Uh, I was not insulting you. If nothing else, the idea of a of a fair, simple drink is, you know, uh, perfect for a working man's uh, life, such as I. Put your money on the counter, kid. So my, you're saying that my drink is simple? Uh, I, I just take out uh, uh, a coin, and I am going to serpentitiously, just for the heck of it, uh, trace my finger on the bar in the sign, just kind of doodling in the sign of like kind of like an occult eye. Just see if something happens. You say occult as an O C C U L T or uh, yeah, O C C U L T, kind okay. of just very serpentitiously see if I get any type of different attention than what he's giving me right. Nope, he just, he kind of ignores you and looks to the rest of you. How much money did you put out on the counter? I'm, I'm assuming that a drink is no more than three coppers, so I just drop like two coppers on the table. So he, uh, he takes them and says, um, Alright, so I'll get some beer for the rest, you and your, your friends, um, it's uh, it's one one bit to beer, uh, and I I'll take the rest as a tip. I'm assuming. I thank you very much. Oh well, yeah, the tip, yeah, absolutely. But um, you there's see, there's a few rounds in there, sir. Let's not get over carried away. Come on now. He he kind of eyeballs you a little bit and don't and mess with the dwarf and his ale. You know better. Turns back around and and slides out uh, some pints of beer to everybody. I go, um, and absolutely, that, that this would be worth a tip if, um, and I lean in very closely and very quietly, you can give us some information. We, we, are, we are trying to help the, uh, the, the patrons of your, of, of, of your place and, and yourself. Has have there been any issues? Anybody that's been bothering you? Oh, of course, I mean, I apologize, other than me, of course. That's correct. Okay. Um, okay. 
Yep, that's right. Are there any, are any groups of dwarves congregating together? Yeah, they're uh, the uh, the the five dwarves, or they've got a table over to the the corner. Are there any decent looking women in here? Uh, the define uh, decent. <laughs> um, I'm that's a, a seventy-six year old homely guy. So Are there any decent looking women here. So you don't see any decent women in there. Just some old that uh, old ladies that are missing more teeth than you. And he looks um, looks at you, Timothy, and says, "I'm sorry, son. Um, what what in the hell did you, you? You're talking all kinds of like fancy and stuff. I don't know what you're saying. You gotta slow down." So so simply, sir. Um, we're looking for some friends that have gone missing. Um, might you know anything? Uh, there was a sea captain and some... Again, you're, you tell me that your friends are missing, waste. but I can see that your friends are right here with you. Well, no, not these friends. I'm sorry. We, we gathered together to look for our other friends. They were supposed to meet us here at this tavern. Um, they were supposed to be here, and they've been supposedly been here for, uh, you know, a couple weeks. But, you know, I look around, and they're not here. Yay. Can I roll some sort of like persuasion check or, you know, against his will or something like that to convince him? Um, so give me a a intellect roll and it'll be against his will. Okay. So he while this uh, is going 11. on. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Eleven. I rolled a ten, I've got a plus one. Alright. Uh, so while this is going on, he looks to you there, um, Bellis, and says, I, I I see you eyeballing some of the ladies. Um, if you're wanting some companion friends, there's the the, the brothel next door. I'm sure you can uh, get your wick wet over there. I start heading that way. All right. No, well, I'm heading over towards the table of dwarves. All right, um, Wicca, what are you doing? Wendell, what are you doing? Yeah, no kidding, Sooner. We go up and request water from the uh, man behind the bar. So he uh, looks to you and says, we, we don't have any of that fancy water stuff. We've got beer. It's. I've been told it tastes like watered-down beer, but whatever. I have no coin for beer. Do you have water? Well, he, the the fancy fellow there with his big words, he paid for your beer. Um, but go ahead. Very well, you have no water. But to answer your question there, um, young man, with your big words making my head hurt, uh, I mean, I, we have people come and go all the time. I, I don't know what your friends look like, so I can't tell you if I've seen them. Where was, um, uh, I look at the others and I say, uh, I kind of like cork an eyebrow at them. Uh, yeah, there was a, that sailor fellow. Uh, what? Oh man, I forgot what it is. We, I always, I look to the bartender. I always call him by his nickname. 
But uh, did you, do you recall the name of him? I, he was Father. He was Father Gregory's friend. He had stayed over at the inn. Do you, you do you know some of Father Gregory's friends? I look to him and I ask if he knows any of Father Gregory, or, or, or at least you know Father Gregory, of course. He he nods and and looks to um looks to Miter and or Miter's heading off to the table of dwarfs. That's right. He looks to Stone and and uh, Isham and says, um, uh, "Is that who y'all are looking for, your friend Gregory?" He's 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 one of them, but he I, he was he was associated with a couple others that that used to frequent here. Do you know what happened to Father Gregory, or or, or did he come in here? So he uh, he nods, and we'll jump over to uh, to Miter real quick, who's heading over to the table of the dwarfs. What uh, what do you do when you walk up to him? I'll stride up, um, not not boldly or anything like that, sort of humbly. And I will uh, walk up and say hello, my um, my my fellow dwarves. How are they? Uh, they nod to you and um, like, I it's good to see a, a fellow dwarf in the town. Tell me what brings you here. I am fresh Stone off of my urban duties, and I have decided to join the life of adventuring. Um, I'm here uh, in 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 looking for a, a person that seems to have gone missing. Father Gregory, have you heard of? And they uh, they they nod. Uh, Wicca, what was that you said? I just said I was gonna walk up slowly and try to join Miter, the dwarves. Okay, so Not they the, uh, they nod as you approach, and ah, I return it. It, it looks like we're. Uh, we're, we're breeding like rabbits around here, wouldn't you say? And they all kind if we're of doing uh, it right. They all kind of uh, erupt in laughter at the table. Let, let, let me uh, let me offer to buy a round of drinks for everyone. Uh, we we don't uh, we've we've had our our drink here for the night. This stuff tastes like horse piss. Do you know where to get some actual good ale here? And I try to put on my puppy dog eyes, totally wistful. They, uh... Just kind of grin. Please, brother. It's been a long time. And now, uh, you're not going to get any good, uh... Good ale around here. Maybe in a different part of the city. I drop my shoulders, and then when they say a different part of the city, I perk up and go, Please, where? Well, I'm new here. Uh, that, uh, so are we, so I, I'm afraid I can't tell you the, the name right now, but this Father Gregory fellow, um, we do, uh, do know about him. Um, why do you ask? I have been tasked by... Elise, the sergeant of your guard, to investigate his his disappearance. Any help that you could lend a fellow dwarf such as myself, especially one that has spent my whole life in serving through, I would think would be very helpful to my... We wish to raise our honor, brothers. Uh, I... Well, let me, uh... 
Let me tell you about Father Gregory, and we'll jump over to uh, Tavellus, who is uh, who is heading over to the brothel. Um, you see a a sign out front uh, that has uh, got a, a picture of a uh, a wall with a hole in it, and the the brothel's name is uh, Glory Hole. Wait, wait. <laughs> is that Thank really the sign? That's just some shit I just made up on the fly. I uh, that's canon now, man. That's awesome. I take the stick that I've got in my hand and I reach up and <laughs> what are you poke holding it in now? the hole, and then I've got a staff in my hand and I poke it, poke the hole, and then I walk inside. And the. uh it, you walk in, so as you stick your staff through this hole, the, right when you do that, the door yanks open too, and you see this 300-pound uh, lady on the other side of it. And she's like, well, I I can say that's the first time I've seen one of those come through the hole, but most people just walk inside. Uh, can I do for you, old man? Are you, are you lost? About how old is she? Uh, she's, uh, looks to be about, uh, in her late fifties. Well, there, young lady. Uh, yeah, let's walk on inside and have a little, uh, conversation, if you know what I mean. She says, uh, she shuts the door behind you and says, I, I mean, you, you don't need to be speaking in code. I assume, you know... That you're in the right spot unless you got lost looking for the Piccadilly Cafe or something. Nope. No, I'm right where I need to be. Is there any more of you around here? Uh, there are, yes. Um, what, uh, are you looking for some, some satisfaction tonight? A companion? Well, I didn't just walk in just to say hello. Of course, I'm sure, probably, if I could remember it, I've probably been here several times. Maybe even, do you remember me? She, uh, kind of looks you up and down and she's like, not, not with your clothes on, I'm afraid. <laughs> we can remedy that. She says, oh, whoa, whoa now, old man, whoa now, old man. <laughs> So are you here to see somebody in, in particular, or do you just, shall we, we line up and, and you pick whatever you want? So I lean over closer to it and I go, listen, so last time I was in town, this Father Gregory told me that I needed to go and ask for the daddy special. And he said, if I talked to you, you'd know what that was. She kind of... Who is it that he's normally with when he's here? She looks to you and says, My... Listen here, old man. Father Gregory does not frequent this place. He... He is a, a man of, of faith. And stays... <laughs> Ain't we all. Ain't we all. Well, in that case, maybe I was wrong that he said that the last time I was here. As I said, hell, I... Don't really remember much, but you know, hey. So, you got any really flexible ones? Well, we just let me know. We uh, we we did have um, 
a, a young lady by the name of Asa Min. Um, she was. I'm sorry. What was that name? <laughs> Asa Min. Uh, I think she spelled it A S A M Y N. Sure, she did. But mm-hmm. I mean, she wasn't normally flexible, but she usually stayed drunk, so that made her lots of flexible. Um, plus, she only had one leg, and some people are into that kind of stuff. My, where she at? Is well, she like less than four foot tall? Well, um, she's actually missing. But what? Why she, get my hopes up? She, she Why went, get my hopes? Up? She went missing about nine days ago. Nine days ago. I see. So, seeing how I can remember, like two days ago, I don't remember how long ago that was. So. Is there, any, is there another one here? Or are all of them missing? Because, lady, if they're all missing, I'm going to be upset. Well, the, the rest of them are all upstairs, uh, uh, occupying customers. Um, if you want to so wait... So what are you, you can, doing? Well, I I run the house. I'm I'm not for sale. But uh, <laughs> I tell you what... that I'd be paying? <laughs> oh, oh, you old people. You... You think you think you can just say whatever you want and get away with it because you're old, and I'm sure you just whip it out in public and just go to town on yourself, and they like look at you and say, "Oh, he's old. It's okay." But this anyway. is tricks in real life. He's not role playing at all. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> if you, why don't you go wait next door at the fallen soldier, and is and when one of the ladies um, free up, I'll I'll come over there and get you. Well, youngin, don't let it. Well, don't let the uh, oh, shit. Yeah, who? Can you hear me? Yep. Who? Who got kicked or who got lost Michael. or whatever? Yeah, Michael. He uh, lost his internet. Okay, because I thought it was for me for a minute. Okay, so, well, youngin, don't let it take too long. <laughs> I ain't getting any younger. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's true, and there's no, no. Uh, no telling how much longer that thing is going to work. Woohoo! Is that a challenge? Oh, just go next door, old man. I head back over. Alright, so you, uh, you walk in. Um, Wendell, what, uh, what are you doing right now? I've been drinking my, uh, watered down piss water. And uh, I've been uh, trying to listen to anything that's being said, waiting with as much uh, with as much uh, fanfare as everyone else has made. I've been waiting to see if any other side conversations happen to pop up about uh, about uh, Sailor or the Father Brown. Okay. Um. So. So you uh, you're at the bar. Um. Uh, Timothy's at the bar. Uh, Velis, you, when you come in, do you settle up to the bar with, uh, with those two, or do you go over to the dwarfs? He said he was getting a drink. He's getting a drink. Okay, so he's going to the bar then, that's what it sounds like. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Velis settles up to the bar, um, and so, uh, back to, to Timothy and, and, um, Isham, the, uh, the bartender. Um, I'm sorry, Isham? Is that the bartender's name? Nope, that's Wendell's name. At least, is that your name, Isham. Wendell? Yeah, Esham. Okay. 
Uh, so the bartender's name is uh, Verge. That's what we'll call him. Um, so he says, "Well, to answer your question about Father Gregory, um, he he's recently gone missing. He was investigating uh, uh, the disappearance of some patrons out of this uh, this tavern. Why do you ask?" Well, uh, he he was he was a long-term friend of ours, and you know we're we're just just looking for him. When was the last time you saw him? And do, do you happen to know anybody he was meeting with or or talking to, either here or or around these parts? Uh, well, I saw him two days ago. Um, he was asking, you know, inquiring about some of my patrons that have went missing, and and. Um, I think that's that's about the last time I I saw him. What questions was he asking? If if, if you don't mind, I, I I miss my dear friend. Well, I he was wanting to know specifically who who was missing to to kind of you know maybe figure out their habits where they might have gone. Um, let's see if I remember correct. Um. And 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 you may want to write this down. And he kind of points to you to to make notes. Um, there was a writing kit. I I pull out a little paper and a flourish of a, a pen. Well, there was Asamin, um, As Man, Asas. Is, 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 is that a woman? Is that a woman's name? Is, yes, is that yes, somebody was, that uh, she was. She was a prostitute next door um, at the, the the glory hole. Um, uh, interesting named place. Okay. Yeah, that's. They have a real problem with people seeing that and getting confused and walking up and sticking their. You know. Okay. Uh, the in interesting the hole in the door. Yeah. Any, anyways, uh, anyways, moving but on. To Father um, Gregory. Yes. 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 Absolutely. So, there. Uh, there was this old uh, one-legged guy that that lived behind the tavern um, by the name of Old Pete. He has gone missing as well. Um, there was this young young little son of a bitch. Uh, he was always stealing shit out of people's pockets in, in my tavern. I had to run him off multiple times by the name of Trout. Um, I don't know why they called him that, but whatever. Maybe because he was a thief and he was slippery. Um... I, I noticed, so that's the brothel on one side. I noticed the building next door burnt down. How long ago was that? Uh, well, well before my time. Oh, okay. So it's been, okay. So this awesome inn, how would you describe her? How, did she ever come in and frequent the tavern? Did she ever try to work this location or did people go and meet her there? No, no. She, she always uh, worked next door and, and people went over there for her. I mean... She had a very special clientele, having one leg and all. She she had one leg. Yes. I thought. Okay, I thought so that no, was old Pete. I thought that was old Pete that had one leg. Yeah, old, old Pete. He had one leg too. You know what? That's, I think about it. If you put them together, they make a whole person. But anyways. Well, they do say the two will become one, but I don't get into that religious stuff. Anyways, so. Um, and I look around and I notice that uh, Velus is gone. Speaking of which, oh, Velus um, is back. Oh, Velus is back, back from the brothel. 
Yep, he's settled up next to you. Oh, Villas! Oh, I did. I didn't see you there. Um, uh, were you just at the brothel? Brothel? Did you hear about a by a chance a awesome in? She may now look at him. May know where our friend Father Gregory went. Well, but damn, that's quite a coincidence, there, son. I uh, I did actually hear about her. I was a little interested in her too. She like had one leg and like was supposed to be flexible. Man, oh, 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 oh. let me tell you, in my younger days. Did you happen to meet her? Is she still there? I'd be interested in meeting her. Maybe she could direct us to our friend. Oh, said something about she was gone. I don't know. Hell, nine days ago, two days ago, three, four, fuck, I don't know. Something, she's gone. Did, did you happen to hear whether they had cleaned out the room that she'd been uh, borrowing? It. Uh, and I look at the bartender. No offense. And I look back to Vela's. But this doesn't seem to be the type of place that is too worried about cleaning up after individuals. No offense again. You know, boy, have you ever been into a brothel? You don't uh, really ask who's whoa, been there before whoa, whoa, and after. Whoa, whoa, did really did I hear you right? Did you just say that I don't clean my place up? I just ignore him. I go, We're t- that's neither here. We're not talking about who cleans what. And this glass looks like it's got some stuff encrusted on it. But anyways, uh, we're talking about Asamin. You were talking about Asamin. We're talking about Asamin. Do you actually Oh, yeah. Flexible stuff? chick. The bartender looks at Wendell and says, Why, yes, I, I clean my stuff. What kind of establishment do you think I am? Oh. All right. I go back to drinking. I lean over to Wendell and I go, I saw him spit shine that glass before he gave it to you. I did ask for water. He's still spitting it and rubbed it out with a cloth. <coughs> Sorry. Well, we were t- we were talking about awesome men. We'll we'll jump over to the dwarven table real quick with uh with miter and stone and they're like ah so yes Doctor Greg or Father Gregory I don't know why I called him a doctor he he would come in here and I mean everybody liked him he tried to get us to stop his uh you know our booze intake and stuff but he was always asking about the 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 people that were disappearing what were his questions directed towards. Um, he was inquiring about, you know, if we had seen anybody that looked suspicious, and of course we have. You tell us what you know, brothers. Well, for one, if you're not a dwarf, you're suspicious. Am I right, my brothers? You got that, Fred. Absolutely. Absolutely, my brother. But there was... Some people that were even more suspicious than people that are not dwarfs. Um, I raised my eyebrows. Two men dressed like your fancy fellow up there at the bar. Not saying that he was wearing the same clothes, but dressed far too finely to be in this area. I turned to see who he's looking at. What's he describing? He pointed yeah, to, to Timothy up at the bar. He's wearing a fancy robe. What exactly is... What, what is, is that? that? Can I get a visual? So Timothy's wearing a uh, courtly garb. It's uh, it's a full. He's got a full cloak on. He's got a shield on his back. 
but he has like a writing kit, you know, very looking like like academic. He's wearing like a velvet tunic that's got embossing on it. It's it's you know it's a high class merchant. It's not like I'm super wealthy and I've got guards, but it's like uh, uh, people and I, and I'm very attractive apparently. So right. What what color is your your robe and your cloak? My cloak. I'm gonna say it's kind of a. Uh, crimson, almost black. It kind of like shifts you as you move in the light. It's it's like a really dark uh, red fabric mixed in with kind of like black hues. It's wet at the moment, so kind of looks. Yeah, as it's wet, it almost looks a little bloodish yeah. in, in the light yeah. of the of the tavern. And then my my tunic is is black underneath it, um, and it's got an, an embossing on it, like a kind of a goldish silver. God, red and you said you were wearing a robe as well. Is that the same color as your cloak, the blood red? I, I'm not wearing a robe. I'm wearing courtly garb. So it's like okay. a tunic and, and pant, uh, pants, not pantaloons, pants. Would you call the pants black or would you call them the same as your yeah. I wear a lot of black underneath the red, the reddish yeah. cloak. All right. I, thank you for the visual. I turn back to the, uh, the dwarf that's speaking. Did we get these dwarves' names? If they're not um, relevant, then... It's it doesn't matter. Sleepy dopey. No, <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Dwarf, <laughs> dwarf NPC. Dwarf, one, two, two three. three, four, five. Wait, there's five of them. I thought there were three. Oh, there's five. Okay. Now seven, including the two of you. And so I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, he was saying that uh, there were two men dressed similar to this fancy fellow over there in the yes, and black they. Red. They were inquiring about the old Morehouse, uh, which Morehouse? Yes, the Morehouse. Uh, you know, like some more of something, but with two O's instead of one. Okay. Um, which is odd to us because everybody knows about the Morehouse. It was a, uh, it was, and it's an old house, long since abandoned, that uh, was occupied by, and and. An infamous uh, demonologist. Tommy, do you know what infamous means? I do. It's yep. like famous, but it's infamous. Exactly, sir. <laughs> and I pretend laugh. I so, chuckle. So at this time, I'm not trying to take over anything. I'm just, I, I, I think I've taken enough notes from the bartender. I, I hear the term demonologist behind me. And, I, and I'm like, one second. Uh, interesting information. I just need to uh, talk to my friends over here, and I go and I kind of turn around and walk, kind of slowly walk, while writing down notes. Um, and then I, I stand up, kind of walk up slowly behind the, my dwarven, quote unquote, friends. They just—they uh, don't even acknowledge that you've walked up, and they—they they continue on and say, um, "And we—we we thought that you know." The, while the two men themselves coming in this establishment was odd, we've we've also heard of, of a different man that's wearing a hooded cloak that walks around the alleyways and stuff. And we tried to taste, chase him down one night, and he, he ran away, and, and we never could catch him. You saw him, though. We saw a man wearing a hood, yes. Could, could you... Tell me, uh, a human, how tall was he? How heavy was he? What color was his cloak? 
You know, I mean, he he points to, to Timothy and um, Wendell. Did you walk over with Timothy as well, or are you still up at the bar? I'm at the bar unless uh, they directed me to follow. Okay, so he points at Timothy and says, "You, you know, the you the, the humans. They all look the same. I mean, whatever. They, they look do. like a human. They do." Admit, looking at you all, you you all look capable. None of you look crippled or broken. If you couldn't catch him, he must be talented. Was he magical or not? Did he just well, catch the drop. We are talented. Thank you, young man. If we couldn't catch him, then, then y'all are probably all fucked. Wouldn't you say so? I mean, unless unless there's something that you can tell me in the form of wisdom, so I can learn from your adventure, like. Our forefathers taught us, and yeah, it, it seems we're going to need luck on our side. Trying to implore to their ego. Wisdom. Order a drink before the one you're drinking runs out. Yeah, <laughs> strong wisdom that, and I will make a, uh, you know, perception or whatever you want to call it at their drinks. Is is now the time to spend five bits and get them? A um. Yeah, you can spend five bits and get them around. I will. Uh, I'll do so. So they uh, they say one more. We have one more thing. Um. And he kind of motion. Uh, Valis, did you go over there with him as well? Hmm. Did you go over to the dwarven table when Timothy went over there? Or are you still up at the bar? Where's Isham? Uh, he's at the bar. Yep. I head over there to the bar with him and then tell him about, you know, what's next door and how they don't have any that are available and, you know, start telling him that, you know, 50 years ago. I'm sorry, my friend, that you're having such troubles in your endeavors to pleasure yourself. So we'll, we'll jump back up to the bar, and the barkeep says, uh, looking at Velas and Isham, well, I, like I was saying to your friend before he wandered off to go talk with the <laughs> smelly dwarfs over there, um... There were two other people that went missing. Somebody by the uh, Tyrus, who was a, a retired soldier, um, and then Vern. He he was a a beggar that was blind, and I think the only words that he knew was "fuck, damn, and shit." Good words. Did they? Can I get a visual on that? A visual on who? Etchum. Uh, he's up at the bar. He. What do you look like, Esham? I look like a, a tall, wiry human. I'm wearing a cloak. My my skin is you know, slightly off color. A little bit, a, a little bit nor normal, and my staff is uh, 
Leaning against the bar next to me. What does off color mean? What's that? What is off color? Just a little bit, not a normal skin tone. Just maybe a little bit more bluer. Okay. What's your age? 21. 21? Yep. Whipper snapper. The, the barkeep looks to y'all and says, Now, do y'all... y'all have any more questions? I swear, you've... You've about gave me a damn headache. Well, uh, you know... Hey, and, I, and I push the rest of the bits aside. There's there's your tip. I, pri I appreciate your time, fair sir. When was the last time they were all here? Ba I, I look over at Velis and I go, Velis, would, would you mind introducing me? Uh, maybe some of our friends back over to the, the brothel? I'm, I'm interested in maybe checking out more of this awesome Asemin, Asemin that you mentioned. Yeah, me too. Well, come on, Sonny. Let's go back over and see if they've got one ready for me yet. <laughs> I, I, I walk over the dwarves and I go, uh, uh, Sir Dwarf, Sir Dwarf, uh, pardon me to your friends. Um, uh, I believe uh, some information may be found next door or perhaps in the back alley. Um uh, we have some names and some interests. I, I, I overheard that you had something. Oh, oh before we leave, uh, the Moore House, which, wh where in town might that be at? I, um, I believe, a square around it. if you look on your map, there is a square around it. Oh, thank, thank you, uh, Mr. Magical Map. Um, shit, I totally lost my train of thought. Um... I think all those finding all the <laughs> we're, we're going next door to the brothel to talk about it. Find, search the room of Asamin. All right. Uh, so, so, Wendell, what was your question? I was just going to ask if they all left at the same time or is uh, they, it like over time? They disappeared um, one day apart or one night apart. So it was consistent one night apart? Yep. And nobody knows where they went. Uh, that is correct. Thank you, good sir. I would recommend adding water to your... To your... Whatever the hell it is. Menu, there we go. I would recommend adding water to your menu. So he, uh, he takes your glass from you and spits on it. And then he goes, There, are you happy now? Get the fuck out of my bar and go next door with, uh, with your other two friends. You make that sound so dirty. Your damn water stuff. Um, let's take a quick little ten-minute bio. Alright. So we'll pick it back up at forty-five after.
So when everybody is back, if you'll check the circle in Fantasy Grounds so I know that you're back, you check it by just clicking on it once. See if everybody's back. Uh, Wendell, you back? Fix, yeah. you back? Yep. Wicko, you back? Present. Bill, you back? Yes, sir. Michael, you back? No. Yes. Excellent. We'll get going. That's right, the wife beater is back. You know shit's going down when I have this shirt on. Um, so let's see here. Uh, some of y'all left to go next door to the glory hole brothel. We'll jump back to the dwarf table real quick. Um, and they, uh, they said, yeah, the last thing that uh, we saw or have heard about was uh, this soldier by the name of Tyrus, or ex-soldier, uh, before he went missing, he swore that he saw uh, some boy that was snatched by some man wearing a hooded cloak. Is this the man that you chased? Uh, it is, yes. Where was he snatched from? Uh, just some random alleyway. 
where the rest of these disappearances are on the same alleyway location. Um, they've been around around here, the tavern, and then also around um, the Moore House. The man with the hood. Does he seem like he has any extraordinary um, strength? Uh, any speed, anything that was odd about him? Did he seem like he was just a normal Well, I, I can tell you this, uh, fellow dwarf. If he outruns a dwarf, he obviously has superhuman strength and speed, because nothing is mightier than a dwarf. Am I right? And they Obvious. all raise their glasses and toast to themselves. Oh, I raise my glass higher and, and, and healthier than, than everybody on purpose. Now, if y'all don't mind, we, we, while we love visiting with our fellow dwarves, we must get back to our drinking, and it looks like the rest of your party is, is leaving you behind. It was good meeting you, my friends. I and, will, uh, I, I you. hope to, to, to visit you again. And I want to go ahead and leave, I want to leave and, and, and order them another round as I leave, whatever, whatever the cost and they uh, they raise their glasses to you, Wicko. Do you follow suit, or do you stay at the table? I'll just I'll give them all a head nod and leave them to their drinking, and I leave. All right. So you you all step outside, and there you see um, Bellus, uh, Timothy, and Isham standing outside of uh, the the glory hole brothel. Um, Timothy and Vallis and Isham, what are y'all doing outside of the brothel? I'm inspecting the hole. Can we see them right now? Yeah, you can see them. It's, uh, the brothel's next door. I'll run across the street pretty quickly just to join, back join with them. Okay, it's, uh, it's next door, so you just walk out of the door and it's like right next door to it. Gotcha. I, I look at Vallis and, and we just knock on the door. I'd... Please tell me I don't have to stick anything in the What time is it, GM? Uh, it's probably about 12.30 in the morning. Can I get a description of the glory hole, by the way? Um, so it is a... It's a very wow. knobby wooded structure with lots of knobs. Um, there's a, a sign out front uh, that has a wall on it with a hole in the center. And then also the door itself has a hole in the center of it as well. I stick the tip of my staff through. <laughs> Pretty fun, ain't it, young? And the, when you do that, the door swings open, and uh, the uh, a big portly woman comes out, and she sees Velas and, and says, "What? What is?" With you and your friends sticking shit in my holes. Uh, I, I, I apologize, Madden. I was just looking at them and talking about that, and uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, we've come off on the wrong foot. Uh, we're here to meet with Asamin, or at least uh, see the environs where she stayed. Madam, your hole is glorious. Yes, yes, I've been told that my hole is glorious, but 
it is not quite what it used to be, and and you, the prettiest man that I ever saw, um, like I told your your old fella here, who probably couldn't get it up anyways. Uh, Asin Men is is not currently here. She's missing. Have you thought about getting a carpenter to fix your hole? Well, enough, enough about the hole. Can, can, can we please see the the room or the place where where Awesome Men was staying? We we may be able to help you find your friend. Well, she she didn't actually stay in a room. They all they there. We have several rooms, and the girls rotate out of them. Um, and to answer your 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 question, there, oddly colored fellow. Um, no, I did not hire a. a I can't get a carpenter carpenter to fill my holes. Well, I will keep a lookout for a carpenter for you, madam. But we but, would not like your hole to to fall into disrepair. Anyways, sir, like I, uh, the room that. I mean, we have three or four rooms, and they are all currently occupied, which I obviously can't let you in. I mean, unless you pay extra and you're into watching, of course, but... Well, uh, so did Awesome Men by any chance leave anything behind? Did you did you remember when, or by chance, where she was headed before she went missing? I mean, uh, of course she's, she's... Hang on, what did you... What did you say about her behind? I said, did she leave anything before before she went missing? No. I'm sure she has a very lovely behind, but that's not what I was talking about. No, just a bunch of upset patrons that, that wish to see her. I, she had a very niche clientele being one-legged at all. I mean, even your old man friend here was looking to, to have a go at her. By any chance, did, did any of those... Were, were there two gentlemen with uh, finery such as mine, or uh, was there a, was there a tall individual with with a large cloak? Not that's frequented here. I've I've heard tale of such lurking in the area. Um, but she she just up and didn't show up to to work when day it was it was rather rather odd um well i'm you, sorry but we don't have anything for the dwarvish folks here um yeah uh, we, we'll we be able to find it was dwarven women Excuse me? it ended up being men we i, I don't understand what do y'all i interject I, I immediately say excuse me dwarvish folk dwarvish folk okay so i I can't tell that I haven't learned to tell the difference. No disrespect. Are you here for for the women or the men? I can't tell if you are women or if you are men. Stone isn't anywhere near them, by the way. What's that? I'm not anywhere near the rest of them. I'm not with them. Okay, so she's addressed in uh, Miter then. I respond to her um, and ask if she, if she meant dis disrespect to the dwarvish race. No, no, not at all. I just simply mean to say that I, I, I'm not. I I know that the dwarven men and the women both have beards that they proud them, they pride themselves on. So I am not sure. Are you the? What kind of companionship are you here for as well? I am man, and I love women of all race 
However, I much prefer a woman of the dwarvish race with a tremendously long beard, sometimes hopefully longer than my own. Ah, uh, well... Stone paints a staff on the ground in solidarity with his dwarven brother. Well, it, you're in luck. We... It just so happened that Asa Min was a one-legged dwarven prostitute. That was flexible. That was flexible. Is there a lot of one-legged people in the area? There, there, there are not. Uh, there are not. Um, I look at Velus and just kind of shake my head. Flexibility? That's that's what you took out of this, Velus? And I just kind of shake. I turn. I turn and kind of give him a very odd look. So, the, are, are y'all going to go find my ass of man? I mean, she obviously is in great demand. I seem to be the only place in all of the crossings where you can find a one-legged dwarven prostitute that's very flexible. Stone walks over at this point. Greetings. We are. Have you seen a human in a hooded cloak acting suspiciously around your establishment in the past week or two? I mean, most people act a little suspicious. They are coming here for comfort. I think that's but... stand out to you. Uh, I have heard of talk of a hooded figures being seen, or hooded figure being seen about, and then two fancy dressed men walking around. Have uh, any of those frequented your establishment? They have not. Time. No, but I hear tell that two the two fancy men went next door. Um, at least that's what Verge told me when he was over here. Um, talking did, with me. Did- did did Asa Min by any chance go near the the famous Moore House? I know that she does walk past the Moore House on her way home. I look at the others. I, I, I this is the second time that we've heard about this Moore House and a connection in this area. I, I I think that we 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 may be better served to go check that out. You're wise beyond your years. I agree. Let's move. I mumble. Well, I have spent a lot of time studying. I agree. I'm in well. respect, sir. And for the first time, you see Stone kind of give you a look of genuine respect, not dismissive, you know, elite. I, I, I kind of smile a little bit, but I, I go back to like writing my notes down. Uh, and I look at the others, uh, shall we away to the Morehouse, or I look at Velas, or are you going to stick your staff in the hole again? <laughs> well, 40 years ago, you know. I, I tell you what, while while I don't have any kind of money to offer y'all, as, as times are tight, um, I, I will see that each of you get taken care of if you come back. And old man, I'll I'll have a go at you and see if you're as spry as you say you are. Can I get a visual on Velas? <laughs> Velas is uh, seventy six years old. He's Mr. Burns. Average height, average weight, probably about five ten, one sixty five, somewhere around there. Um, not 
most people consider me homely. It's not uh, not ugly, but a little bit worse than plain. <laughs> what would you consider your wealth level to be? I mean, do you look poor? Do you look rich? Why do you need wealth? That's it's a oh, it's all a relative thing. Hell, sometimes you remember it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you spend it, sometimes you keep it. Eh, why would you need wealth? I just posted uh, Velas's picture in Discord. Steve Belucci. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> okay, Templar. All right, do we head to the Moore house then? Yes. yes. All right, so we walk we walk down the streets. I, I tuck away my notes. We pay attention to the streets as we walk down. Uh, I, I mentioned the dwarfs. I, I said, watch out for hooded men or, or two men in garb, apparently similar to mine. That's so, that's what you saw from your group, correct? That's right, you're enjoying Stone the stream. Stone gives a nod at that, but doesn't say anything. And he's paying specific attention, looking down alleyways that we walk past, and specifically looking for just humans in hooded cloaks or finely dressed humans. As we're walking uh, every now and then I'm tapping the floor and, and, or tapping the ground and occasionally I just slam my stick down and holler boom real loud. After the second time that he does that Stone goes out of his way to keep distance between him and Velas so as not to be confused as to be traveling with him. Yeah, I'm kind of just having fun as we walk. Um, I'm a young guy, so I'm like, I'm sort of humming like the the, the more traditional dwarven um, melodies and stuff as well. Stone falls farther away from the rest of them. I'm just paying attention. Uh, do do we see anybody? Do, do we see a tall man in a cloak? Do we see anybody in hooded cloaks watching the the approaches to the Moore House, or 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 by any chance, you know, the trappings of wealth? Like so, horses or whatnot that two wealthy men would have been on. So everybody roll me a D6 and tell me what you got. For the record, when we get close to the Moore house, uh, if we know exactly where it is, um, Stone does not approach it right away. All right. So Miter got a four. A five. You rolled a five. I got a one. You got a one. Fix, what about you? I got a five. You got a five. All right. So yeah, you uh, you approach the Moore house. Um, and it is a definitely a, a run rundown establishment. Um, it's a two-story building made of stone, uh, with looks to be like part of the roof has collapsed. Um, you can see that the front yard is covered in dead grass, um, and the the windows are are boarded up. Um, I can I. Go ahead. Yeah, I remember. I remember from the end that they had mentioned that it was a famous demonology spot. Um, I, 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 as a scholar of magic and <coughs> occult, um, uh, can I see if I recognize any of the trappings of ceremonies or the preparations for occultic works? Maybe the symbols and trappings on the corners of the walls, or or, or something that would be more fresh. Um. So you see. So y'all haven't you haven't got up or you haven't got close enough yet to see that, but you see okay. um, you see that the uh, the front door and the windows are all boarded up as well. 
Um, shall, shall we look closer? Maybe maybe circle around the back. Apparently, these problems have been in the the alleys. Um, shall we shall we circle the alley into the back of the house? One second, young one. Um, what what do we see on the streets and in the alleys as we approach and walk past this building of suspicion? How many people are out and about? What I assume to be one to one thirty in the morning at this point. Um, there is nobody out, especially in the area of the house. It appears to be. Uh, completely devoid of life. Um, I'm gonna nod at the young one and say, perhaps we should do a little circuit around, see what's in the back and the sides of the building. It's a good idea. Agree. How about we just knock on the door? Maybe after. I agree with my brother. Quite, quite late at night. Seems kind of creepy just knocking on someone's door. You're just walking in someone's backyard. So does this building have space on all four sides of it? Does it have an alley all the way around it? Is it jutted right up against some other building? It uh, it sits out enough to where it's got um, it's in a yard, so it's kind of like your normal normal house with a, a yard. It sits on maybe an eighth of an acre or so. There's nothing at all. There, there's nothing at all that sticks out about it. Um, it's abandoned, it's old, decrepit, and all the windows are boarded up. But other than that, nope. Did you say it was a two-story building? It is two-story, yes. And part of the roof has collapsed. Are we close enough for me to see if there's any type of occultic symbols or whatnot that would be, you know, directing towards a meeting or, you know, a sacrifice is being prepared or... Or even just the trappings, like an an anathema or something, something on the lawn. Um, not from where you were at. You would have to get closer. Uh, I, I go closer. All right. I'm not a rogue. I'm not looking for. I, I probably wouldn't see traps, but I'm gonna go closer. All right. As you get closer, um, you hear a voice that says, ah, "That'll be far enough, pretty boy." And we're going to have some combat now. Give me one second. I pull my dagger and my shield. And I will share. Told you we should have knocked. I don't change my posture. If I'm close to an alley wall or a building wall, it's not the Moore house. I'll get up against it, trying to take cover. Realizing that that voice wasn't spoken to me. Alright, so give me one second here. So stepping out of the bushes to greet you there, Timothy, are... People who are uh, dressed up and have their weapons drawn, and uh, he look, they look to you and say, uh, "Give you one chance, son. Turn around and leave this area, or we'll cut your throat." Can you describe how this fits onto the city streets? Do they only have line of sight on? 
One of us, all of us. Uh, they can see all of you, but they are just concerned at the moment with uh, Timothy. Okay. I, 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 I back off and I go, oh, oh, fair sirs. Um, uh, my apology. I, I did not realize that this house of uh, was was busy. Um, can I flash him the international occult hand signs? <laughs> um, give me a an intellect roll. Uh, can I have a boon because I have the academia for uh, occult? Absolutely. So yeah, roll me a d6 and add it to your d20. I rolled 16 plus 2, so 17. So they uh, look to you and says, uh, we don't know what kind of crap you're pulling there, but we suggest you turn around and, and get out of here before we cut your throat. We won't tell you again. I back up behind the dwarves. I'm like, oh, fair dwarves. I believe, um, especially the one that's a fighter, uh, uh, I, I back behind Flip's character, I, Miter Meter. Um, I go, oh, I, I believe, Miter. I believe my friend, he, friend, friend here might have something that can convince you. I said, you go for the right, I go for the left. Are we gonna do some fighting? What y'all gonna, what y'all gonna do? Stone will step forward with his hands raised. Say, sirs, quickly. We seek solution to the missing individuals. Father Gregory is a friend of ours. Do you stand with us or against us in this pursuit? How old is Stone? Real quick, real quick, I'm sorry. Shmo, earlier when we were speaking to um, Alisra, I asked who her superior was, and I believe you said John Q. Smith. That is correct. So I will add on to the end of the little blurred out statement I said. John Q. Smith is who we report to. Do you stand with us or against? And what were you going to say uh, there, Flip? What is the age of Stone? I look to be about a 50-year-old dwarf. Thanks. So they look to you and say... They kind of look at each other and then look to you and say, I, I don't know this Smith that you speak of, and... And quite frankly, we're we're growing a little fucking tired of you people. And if you don't turn around and get out of here, and they each take a step towards you, we'll slit your throats and throw you in the house. This is your last chance. That seems like a very mean thing to do. I take two steps forward and say, um, excuse me, but... I don't think that you'll be doing that. All right, so we're gonna I do some, we're gonna do some fighting. I was yeah, we're not getting out of this one without with, without stabbing them. Yeah, I'm, was, pull, I'm pulling my shield and my my dagger. Yeah. I was gonna stab them with miter, but I don't think I could have kept up with them due to how quickly we went into combat. So can I say I just moved up one step? Yeah, you're you're fine. You're next to him, and I already had my staff out because it's my walking staff. Yep, absolutely. All right, so give me. All right, so let's do this here. Um, everybody, roll me just a straight d twenty 
and uh, tell me your numbers. Sixteen. What was that, uh, Wicko? Sixteen, sir. Sixteen. I also rolled a sixteen. Jesus Christ! Flip, Holy you cow! A, you rolled a sixteen as well. Timothy rolled a sixteen. I call fucking shenanigans here. I'll take a picture uh, for you. Um, let's see here. All right, so everybody that rolled 16s, roll again. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Schmo. I got a three now. <laughs> 14. I call shenanigans. What about you uh, there, Flip? What'd you roll? Three. A three. Um, I rolled a 14. Everybody right, so, that rolled three gets to roll again. Yeah, so we right? go and flip, huh? roll again. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Alright, we don't have any other thirteens. Alright, so here we Are go. We FaceTiming our rolls? What's that? Are we gonna have to start FaceTiming our rolls? No, no, that was just uh I believe, yeah. Alright. I don't think you do. Six two what? Y'all are freaking me out with these all this shit in chat. Okay. Um why isn't the music playing? People are coughing. They shouldn't be coughing. Y'all are out of the bar now. Hearing dogs barking and people coughing still. I don't hear anything actually at the moment. Yeah, this is weird. And now I hear something. Heart maybe. Um, here we go. There we go. Alright, um, so we're gonna go fast turns first. Um, Wicko, do you, or do you want to go take a fast turn or a slow turn? Can you put out the link one more time for the sound effects? Yep. Um... Did you close the online player? If you open it back up, it should just automatically reconnect. Me. Um, can I ask a question first? Absolutely. So I, I see this map you've got on the screen. With the columns, the 10 plus 8642 engaged. Yeah, does that correspond to the enemy's movement ability as well? And if so, how so? Correct. So, like, your movement speed, I'm just going to guess and say, is 8 yards? Uh, 10 yards. 10 yards. All right. So, obviously, each number is in yards. So, if you slow moved, you could uh, run up to one of them and engage them and attack them. So each one of these squares corresponds to five feet. Um, they they correspond feet. to uh, to two yards. They don't do feet in this game; they do yards. Because if you think about it, if you actually walk, you walk in yards, not feet. I do not understand, but for the sake of brevity. So if you wanted to get to the guy. Like, if you wanted to get to right there, that would be four yards. 
Your first square is two yards, and then your next square would be two yards. And at the speed of ten, is that my complete movement, or just... No, that's... So you could move ten yards, so you could move... One, two, three, four, five. To there. Okay. So returning me back, yeah. Um, I will take a fast turn, and I will take the defend action. Alright, so let me just pull up my notes here. I can double check what defend is. Um, so attack rolls against you are made with one bane. Alright, so... That's you, alright. Um, uh, Timothy, are you going to go fast or slow? Um, I am out of range, so I'm going to go slow. Alrighty. Uh, next we'll jump to um, Miter. Do you want to take a fast turn or a slow turn? I'm going to take a fast turn. Alright, what would you like to do? First of all, could, I get, uh, could you re-describe, could I get another description of where we're at? Yep, so y'all are, you're outside of the Moore house. Um, you're trying to go into the yard and these two thugs jacked out, jumped out of the bushes and are threatening to do naughty things to you. Um, you are currently four yards away from the one in front of you. How many, four yards? Yep. So if you want to... Go ahead. What are their posture? Oh, they're... And what are they? They're uh, just humanoid. They're hired killers, thugs, jackboots, bandits. Okay, now go, go. What were you going to reset? Um, so if you wanted to run up and hit them, you'd have to do a slow turn. Or if you got something you can do from range, it would be a fast turn. Sorry, then yes, I want to do a slow turn. And attack the guy close to me. Alright, so you're going to go slow. Uh, so next hey, would be... I... Go ahead. How do I turn down the volume of the sound effects? Oh. Um, on the player itself, there's a little slider bar. You just move it back and forth. Gotcha. Thank you. Yep. Um, and then, let's see here. Next, we'll go to tricks. You're going to go fast or slow? Tricks, you there? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Okay, sorry. I read some of this a little bit, but I don't remember exactly. So, I can use... As a fast thing, I can move or I can attack, but I can't do both. Slow is both, right? Correct. Okay. I will... Uh, so, Velus takes and moves to right there. And whenever he gets there, he turns around, shakes his ass at him, and picks his stick up and twirls it up in the air. And that's the end of his turn. Alright. Now, you could go... So in this round, you can do a fast turn or a slow turn, but you can't do do both. So did you want to a, a eventually attack him as well, or did you just want to hang hang back? Not more way right there. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So you went fast. Uh, Wendell, are you gonna go fast or slow? I guess I don't really understand the, what that means. So a, a fast turn, you can either. Take an action, or you can move. 
Um, your actions are... I just shared that with you there. And on a slow turn, you can move and take an action. Think of it this way. If you are quickly just throwing a, like a, a swing at somebody really fast, that's a fast turn. You would go faster than somebody who's like trying to maneuver and then, then attack. So a fast move is an immediate action. You're jumping out of the way or you're swinging. A slow action comes after that and you get to move and then you attack. You're, it's, it's more determined. I guess I'll take a slow action. Slow, 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 slow turn? Okay. Yes. All right, so they... So that's the end of fast turns for y'all. They are going to take slow turns, so we'll jump to to y'all now for your slow turns. So keeping in the same order, it looks like... Um, uh, Michael, you were up first on your slow turn. I'm sorry, but real quick, if you expect me to keep track of the order of everyone, we, we need to discuss... Nope, I've got it written down. Okay. So yep. how far can I move? Yep. Yeah. Oh, how far can you... What's your speed? Um, I've got a... I'm the regular human, so one second, let me flip over my... I think it's 10... 10 yards is yours? Yeah, it's 10. Yep, so each one is 2 yards, so you could totally move up to, uh, to him. Does it matter if we're to left or right, or as as long as we're in the engage zone, we can hit? Yeah, as long as you're like next to him, like Timothy is or whatever, you're you're good. All right, so Timothy runs up, and you know, and then go ahead. So I've got my shield in one arm, I've got my dagger in the in in my other hand, and I'm gonna try to stab him with a dagger. All right, go ahead. And that's just a d20, correct? I don't have any boons. Uh, d20, I, any, I, I think a dagger is finesse. If I remember right, so you could either use your agility or strength, maybe? They're both 10 because I'm a human. Okay. And I've got my skill and intellect. Oops. Uh, I have a dice on the floor, so I will roll another dice rather than digging for that one. That was a four. You said a four or a 14? 14. I, w I would prefer the dice on the floor. It's a 17, but I got a 14. Uh, 14's going to hit, so go ahead and roll your damage. That's a 1d3 with a dagger, correct? Yep. So I'll roll a d6 and divide by 2. I rolled a 5, so that is 3, three points of damage. Okay. All right, so shink the the I shink the guy in the liver. I slide around the side of him and, and nick, his, nick his side. Alright, so the one that you're at, uh, we'll call that uh, killer number two, and the one above them is killer number one. Um, Alright, so now we'll jump to Flip. Um, it is your turn for your slow move. I jumped, I jumped directly towards him as fast and as hard as I can possibly go, and I'm chanting to the gods of the Dwarven race the entire time I run towards him and just bash him as hard as I can. All right, so you're gonna swing with your club, is that correct? That is correct. All right, so go ahead and roll the d20, and then what's your strength score? 10. 10, all right, so yep, just roll a straight d20. 16. 16's gonna hit all day. Now roll your damage. Uh, 
three. A three, alrighty. Alright, so that wraps you up. Uh, Wendell, it's your turn. Um. Help me! I guess I'll come up here and I'll swing at this guy with my staff. Alright. Um. Staff is a finesse weapon, so you can either use your strength or agility to attack with it. Well, they're both the same, so I guess it doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah, that's right, you're a human, so yeah, it's just a straight d20. Ouch. Three, that's gonna miss. Alright. Yeah. So, I duck. I duck and it swings and he barely almost hits me. Now it is their turn. So we're going to go hired killer number one is going to attack um, Miter. Uh, let's see here. Does a... Um, 19 hit your defense there, Miter. How do I know that? Uh, what's your defense on your sheet? 11. Yep, yeah, 19 is definitely going to hit. Obviously. You take, uh, three points of damage. Thank you. I'm glad that I could donate that damage to you. Alright, uh, the next one. Uh, hired killer number two. So we're going to say, um, one, two is Timothy, three, four is Wendell. Looks like it's going after Timothy with a one. Dread. Bring it! That uh, um, is a 20. <laughs> you suck. Uh, uh, four. I'm going to use my uh, my uh, to my uh, fate token or whatever the, my fortune. Your fortune? Make you, make you fail on that. All right. That's a good thing because what's your health? Uh, 10. Okay, 10, yeah, I would have hit you for 8 points of damage. I have a question. You missed yep, me. Yep, go ahead. Well done. Does, I'm assuming when you said 20, that was a natural 20, but even if it wasn't, assuming you did roll a natural 20, is that a critical like it is in 5e D&D? &D? No, there, there are no crits in this game. There are spells and abilities, or like, when you get into the barbarian and stuff, if you roll 20 plus... Because you can roll over 20, you do additional damage. Right. Okay, but, but there's, I, there's I, no I actual... No, there's no actual crit or anything. Okay. I, I barely block his blow with my shield, and I'm like... Uh, what's 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 the old man that's standing in the background? What's his name again? Uh, Barris. Barris. Barris! Barris, get in here! Alright, so let's see here. Next round of combat, or that ends the... The first round, now we'll go back to fast turns. Um, Wicko, are you going to go fast turn or slow turn? Slow turn. Slow turn, alright. Uh, let's see here. Next, we're going to Michael. Are you going to go fast or slow? I'm, I'm right up on him. I'm going to go fast. Alright, go ahead. Alright, I'm going to roll. 
I rolled an 18. All right, that's going to hit. Another 1d3, correct? Yep. I got to keep it on the desk. I <laughs> rolled a... You said a 1? Yeah, I rolled a 1. Alrighty. Um, next, we'll jump up to uh, to Miter. Are you going to go fast or slow? Blast him again in the face fast. Alright, let's do it. 17. 17's going to hit. 5. 5 points of damage. Very nice. Um, there's that. Next, we'll jump to Trix. Are you going to go fast or slow? Slow. Alrighty, next we'll jump to Wendell. You gonna go fast or slow? What's that? You're gonna go slow, you said? Yes. Okay. I'm having I'm having audio issues with him. Uh let's see here. Alright, so now they're gonna go fast. Uh killer number one's going to uh attack uh, Mr. Mitre there. And miss totally. Killer number two is going to give. Um, let's see here. Same dice again. Oh, he sure does like uh, Mr. Timothy there. Uh, nine, 14. Uh, I guess it's 11. 11. That's going to hit. It's Roll some damage. Uh, one dice. Only roll one dice. Eight damage. Oh, crap it. As he runs you through with his very long knife. And that takes both of them. Now we'll jump over to slow turns. Uh, Wicko, you're up first. So you said each of these squares is two, two yeah. feet, two yards, whatever. Yeah, each square is two yards. So I will get um, enemy number one because I can't tell by mousing over. Is that the one at the top? Yep, that's one at the map? top. I will take the square up above him. All right. Yep. Go ahead and run over there. I didn't realize I can move him. Okay. And then I will do a finesse attack with my staff for a little chill. So I believe that's a straight D20. Uh, what's it's your ability score? Is it ten? Yeah. Yep. So it's just a straight D20. I rolled an 11. 11 is going to miss. All right. All right. Uh, so that is you. Next, we're up at tricks. Which one do you want to attack? Which one's which? Uh, so the top one's one, bottom Help. one's two. Help. I'll aim at the bottom one. All right. Thank um, you. So since you were um, flanking him, You'll get a boon to your roll. So roll a d20 and a d6. And uh, add them together. 12 and 4. 12 and 4, 16. That's going to hit. So now roll me some damage. This is a d6 plus 1 because of the staff, right? Yep. Oh, nice. 6. So 7 points total. Yep. Alright, very nice. Uh, so that's you, Wendell, you're up. Don't forget about the extra 30 damage from the flanking <laughs> bonus. What does Timothy need help with? 
life. <laughs> I'm down yeah, to two it. hit points. Not a healer, so I don't think I can help you. I will attack. Alright, attack away. Um, yours is just a straight d20, right? Yeah. Greater heal Timothy. Um, so let's see here. That is a miss. Okay. Alright, so end of the round. Blogram, I see that you redeemed a... I don't know why I've got greater healing potions since it's not a thing in this game. So you can heal uh, by your healing rate. That thing's two. Can I do that twice? This is greater? Sure, why not? Alright, so jumping to the... There's Wendell. Next round of combat. We're slows. We're back to fast turns. Uh, uh, Stone, you gonna go fast or slow? I'm gonna go fast. Alright, let's go. Can I ask a question though? Absolutely. This is relative to the first round of combat transitioning into the second. So first round of combat, I took a fast turn and I defended. And no one hit me. I know what defend does. But does that defense action last into the second round and up to when I go again? Or is it only until the end of the first round and then whatever happens in second is whatever happens regardless of where I go? Um, correct. It ends at the at the end of the first round. Okay. Uh, so for my fast section, I will take another a swing at number one, and I believe right. I get a boom because I'm flanked. Uh, where are you at? You are... I'm above. Yep, you absolutely do. So yeah, d20 and a... Or you roll a d6 and add it to your roll. d20 and a d6. Yep. Add them. Uh, so that's a 14 and a 5, so that's 19. That's going to hit. So it's D6 and then add 1. Yep. Nice! I got a 6. That's up. That's 7 total? Sweet. Uh, yeah. Alrighty, stupid math. Um, Alright, uh, Timothy, you going fast or slow? Since I got to go fast. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I rolled an eight, so I miss. Eight is gonna miss. Oh wait a second. Do I get a? Do I get a? Do I, do I have a boon because I'm flanking? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, you're. Uh, you got him surrounded. So I rolled a four. So four plus eight is twelve. Yep, that's uh, just enough. I rolled a six this time. All right. He, um... So it's three points of damage. Three points of damage. All right. Uh, let's see here. That's you. Next up is, uh, Miter. You gonna go fast or slow? I'm going fast. All right, let's go. Eight is gonna miss. Does he get any boons? Nope. Do I get a boon this round? No, he's um. You'd have to be have somebody on the opposite side of you. He should be plenty distracted though. I was thinking same. Yeah, I thought the same. Um. Yeah, why not? Go ahead and roll a d6 and throw it in there. The fact that he was so agreeable to that should scare the shit out of all of us. 
I thought the same thing. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Four. So we're pretty your... squishy. We're pretty squishy at this level, though, too. What was your total between the two? Uh, died. Uh, D6 was a four. And then what was, was your D20 roll? Right? I thought it was eight. And he was yeah. eight. Okay, yeah, yep. So, eight. so, so 12 a 12 going to hit. Okay. So go ahead and roll some damage. Six. Six points of damage. Describe this killing blow for me. Well... I, I swing at his at his shoulder and basically I cleave him halfway through his spine. Blood, gore, all the rest. Can I make a roll to dodge the blood spray? Hell Morgan no, spray? you get covered in blood. All right. And uh, as he dies, his uh, his bowels evacuate. Scream at the top of my lungs to the gods of the dwarven land. Uh, let's see here. Tricks, you're up. Uh, let's see what. Fast. Might as well go ahead and attack. Alright. <laughs> Jesus, where were these fucking rolls whenever I was playing D&D? I got a 19 and a 6. Uh, yep, that's gonna hit. And a 5, which adding 1 to that would be 6. Alright, describe that killing blow. Alright, so after hearing the guy die behind me, um, I took and spun my staff around up in the air, turned around and went, <laughs> well, so would be it. Let's see what happens. And smash him across his head. Caving in his brain and uh, <laughs> going, I'll be damned. Well, they're sure going to hate this when I go back to the hole. Just stand there and just look at him and just sort of giggle as he's sliding down to the ground. Alright, so with those guys slain, what would you like to do? Loot them. Uh, I kind of yeah. turned to Miter. Kind of wait. I'm going to Go pat ahead. him down and, and uh, are these, uh, you know, these guys dressed wealthy? Are these the, you know, the possibly the two individuals that we heard about? Uh, they do not look to be dressed wealthy. Um, Stone, what were you going to do to Miter? Uh, once I have Miter's attention, I'm just going to kind of say, like, good job, son, but can you work on not dirtying my armor with the blood spray next time? This takes time to clean, you know? Like, you could have swung the other way. Like, seriously. Really? My apologies. So are these guys wearing eye patches? Uh, My apologies, sir. If you'd like me to clean your armor later, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do so. Anything for, for my brother dwarves, I'm just learning. I will take you up on that. Perhaps it will make the lesson sink in. Thank, Thank you, son. But in all seriousness, seriousness, you did good. You You did good. I am honored to fight beside you. As I am to you. So they did, um, uh, Timothy, to answer your question, they were not dressed in anything fancy. Um, Trix, what were you also searching for? What were you saying? According to the token, it looks, are they wearing like an eye patch? No, no, they weren't. That was just some random token I, I grabbed. Are you sure so, you're not wearing an I, eye patch? 
I'm gonna, you know, pick up the knife that skewered Actually, me. Yes, and, they are uh, wearing one of them had an eye patch on. And these yeah. are humans, yeah? Correct. I'll take the eye patch and uh they see me fondling around with it or whatever and putting it over my shorts and I say, Yep, that's better support there. Jeez. I chuckle. Like for the first time you've seen Stone chuckle. That got it. So, uh, Timothy, you uh, you are you do see that they have uh, each one of them has a long knife. So I'm going to take the long knife that skewered me through that still has my blood on it, and uh, uh, acquire that. And I'm going to cert- pat down the guy looking for any type of you know information that may you know I, I have the I have the thought not metagaming or anything. I just have the thought that something occult is going on here. Stone doesn't say anything, but when he takes the dagger. Can I look at it and maybe make a perception roll or whatever to see if there's anything special about it, any symbols, any ornamentation, anything that separates it from a normal dagger? Yeah, now there is uh, there's another um, knife there as well. If you want to pick I it up. Look and look at that. At yeah, I look at that one. Investigate. Um, so it looks to be... Um, it looks to be, you know, it, it's definitely not cheap, um, but I mean, it, it's nothing super fancy. You wouldn't wouldn't write home about it, but it's it's definitely a little nicer than normal. Um, you, you guesstimate that the rarity of it is an uncommon item. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak up and say, do the spoils not go to the victor? Who are you addressing that to? Uh, uh, uh whoever's holding the knife. There's two knives. There's two individuals. I'm holding the one that has my blood dripping off of it. You I'm keep, holding the other. You're, you're 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 able to keep the knife that's got your blood dripping off of it. So I'm, when he I'm says that, I uh, I I return his look and how 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 would you say you're looking at me right now? Describe your posture and body language. Completely relaxed and uh, and and unassuming. I uh, kind of look you in the eye and I I give it a second or two. I'm assuming you don't say anything or change body language. No, not at all. I uh, I say just investigating his items uh, appears to be kind of uncommon. It uh, struck my fancy. I don't mean to claim your spoils of loot, sir. Uh, I claim no ownership of this. It is yours. Forgive me if it looked like I was being presumptuous. I don't. The honor is yours. It is yours, and I truly look like I am afraid that I affronted him. Like, I'm not looking cowering or anything, but like that was not my intention. You know, I'm trying to pay him respect. I'll respond in kind and and, and, and explain to him that that I'm new and young at, at this and I was told by my elders before I ventured out into the wilds that I should protect my own things and, and never trust. And me not knowing... Um, me knowing him or his family, and I, I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. No, and I, uh, I walk over to him, un as as unthreateningly as I can, and grasping the tip of the blade, extend the handle and hilt to him, and say, "Your spoils. Good job. Thank you, sir." So you do, um, um. You grab the knife, uh, 
And Timothy, remember, do you head back up to the house now to look for your well, symbols? I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm checking over the guy first to see if there's any writing on him, if he's got any pouches, you know, if there's any symbols or, or arcane, you know, any, any cultic symbols on him, you know, like if this is like a ceremonial knife or something, too. Or no, if there's anything a, on him, you know, any be... type of badge or cloth that has like a symbol on or something. It looks to be just a like a a normal knife that a a thug would wear. Uh, they definitely don't ha seem to have any kind of knowledge of any kind of magical stuff. It looks like they're just paid bodyguards, pretty much. Does, do they have any? Do you have a coin pouch on them uh, by any chance? Uh, they do not. They unfortunately were uh, very poor. What type of armor were they wearing, if anything? They were not wearing armor; just regular clothes. Once uh, Stone I, I, is... I, I, I look around a little bit and I say, I don't want them, but does anybody want their boots? Once uh, Stone is sure that he hasn't caused permanent offense and earned a lifelong hatred, uh, he'll go back to the body where he picked up that dwarf and he's not going to make him nude or I, actually, you know what, he is. Um, and he's going to be thorough in seeing if they have any kind of tattoos or markings or scars, anything like that. And if he does find anything, he's going to see if the other body has the same marking. Nope. Neither uh, neither one of them have any kind of markings or anything. Alright. Alright. So then in that case, uh, I asked uh, you know, I asked the people, I look at uh, Essex, uh, I said, um, I look him kind of up and down in his, in his robe and Karen, I said, you sure you don't want their boots? Stone would check out the boots, sees if there's any good. Are they better than mine? Uh, they are not better than yours. They're just. I don't want them. Yeah, normal common boots. They wouldn't. They wouldn't fit me anyway. Yep, they'd be a little too big for you. Okay. Well, in that case, I do walk up towards the doorway area, looking to see if I see any any symbols or whatnot or any writing. DM question. Yeah. Go ahead. When we first encountered these guards, sentinels, whatever you want to call them, uh, patrolling the moor, how much time would you say has transpired uh, in-game from when we first met them to the end of this combat, and have we noticed anyone else coming out of the moor house? Uh, so the combat in this game, was it seven rounds is a minute, eight rounds is a minute, something like that? You should be asking me this question, DM. Um, so we'll, we'll say it's been about 15 minutes by the time you rummage through their, their belongings and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Did you check anyone... their prison pockets? You know, I did thoroughly twice each. Uh, so Timothy, you step up to the house, uh, boards and windows are securely, uh, boarded up. Do see any type of writing or markings or anything like that? You know, bloody handprints or anything like that on any of the windows and in a corner or something like that? Do I see the front door is ajar or anything? Uh, no, the front door is uh, is boarded up. Uh, you kind of look through the cracks of the windows and you see that um, you just see rubbish and refuse and stuff like that kind of scattered throughout the house, you know, pools of water and, and stuff. 
I, I look back and I tell the group, it, it looks like there's nothing here, but two thugs wouldn't spend their lives defending an empty house. If we can't get in this way, then I say we circle around back. Well, we already circled around back. DM, when we did so, did we notice no. any other entrance? We didn't. We no, just nobody circled around back? Oh, I thought we already did a circuit of the house. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. If you did, I didn't hear you. Oh, I would, yeah, both the words. I, I thought that me and me and Stone both did. Yeah, like I bet ten bucks on it, Schmel. I mean, we can rewatch your stream for sure, but I'm pretty damn positive of that, and I have the shittiest memory of anyone. Yeah, he even asked me, uh, being a fellow dwarf, to to join him. I'm sorry, I totally missed y'all's back door action earlier. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You're lying, man. I know that you paid <laughs> the most attention to that escapade. I totally missed that. So... Dwarf back to our action. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I have watched your streams from years past, Schmo. You can't tell me you weren't paying attention. <laughs> so, so y'all, uh, Timothy and Isham, y'all go yeah, around like, back and you see the two dwarfs back there. Um, who Put our clothes back on and say nothing happened. <laughs> that, that's right. Oh shit, we thought y'all would have been longer. Um, and yeah, so you see um, the back door to the house. Um, the uh, Boards that once cover the back door are have been pulled off and are lying on the ground. You like back doors? Is the back door open? Uh, yes, the the back door is wide open. Are there any lights emanating from inside? Is it darkness? Is it shadows? Can we see anything? It is dark. This is a two-story building, yeah? It is, yes. Okay. And it's still the middle of the night. It's not like dawn yet. Like two in the morning? Yeah, it's probably about two in the morning. So Stone rushes up and gets to the side of the doorway. He does not go inside or expose himself, but lets it be known, you know, like, hey, everyone come join me over here. Uh, I follow Stone closely and make sure that I've got his back and make sure that he's aware that I have his back. Okay, is anybody else in a music box? That's freaking me out. Well, I look around for occult symbols around the doorway and everything like that, or any magic or any writing or anything like that that may be around here. Stone is looking for Pennywise the Clown. Oh, that I hear it. That's Pennywise. So you don't see any kind of occult markings or anything, but you do see, um, like, blood drag marks going into the house. Into um, the house. It's obvious. They're not coming out of, but they're going into. Correct. So I, uh, it's dark in there. So I, uh, I go, does anybody mind? I mean, it'll give us away, but does anyone mind if I light a lantern? I don't particularly want to walk into the dark in a house with blood, blood spatters. One, one second, son. I, I can see in dark better than you, maybe. I'm going to take a peek before you possibly give us away. Is that okay? Uh, as long as you don't mind me not coming in with you, I can't see. So I mean, I'll give you some space in advance. I tell you what. But if I'm going to go in and support you, then I, I'll need to see. I understand. I tell you what. How about you stay right behind me, and if I uh, 
If I turn around and I pat you three times on the shoulder very quickly, that means light it up because it's get it on. Okay, I uh, take out my lantern, which is already loaded with oil, and uh, take out my tinderbox to light it. I, uh, sm- I have a, it's my tinderbox has a little smoldering uh, ember inside of it, and so I, I get ready to light the wick. Until I triple tap you, please don't say anything unless I speak to you first. Try to be as quiet as you can, okay? I, 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 I am no rogue, sir, but I, I will try. Um, uh, though I can say that, uh, and I look at the blood in the back again, if I hear screaming or something like that, I'm probably going to light the lantern anyway. Please, please, as long as you can feel me and feel free to keep your hand on my shoulder. As long as I don't triple tap you, please be as quiet as you can and trust in me. I will not expose any of us to danger if I can avoid it. And if there is danger that I perceive, I promise I will give, I will triple tap you or scream at you to light it up and that it's on. But don't give us away if I don't tell you to, because I can see and you cannot. I I will await your tap or the screaming, uh, the imitation of a little girl. I asked Vilas if he would follow right behind him, and I ask uh, Mitri if he would hold up the end and hold our rear guard, since I assume he can see like I... Yes, the name is Miter, by the way. Miter. I did not mean dishonor. Isham, uh, what are what are you doing there, Isham? I'm gonna wander in with him, kinda inspect the blood on my way, maybe taste a little bit, see if, see if it's fresh, old, what the status of it. Um, you think it's about two days old. Yeah. Um, so you do, you, you see, um, the blood kind of comes a couple feet into the doorway and then it just stops. Uh, you, looking down the hallway, there is, um, kind of like some pulled up water. Uh, it opens up into a, a living room, um, the front door straight across from you. Um, there is a door down to the right, and then another door to the left. So, two yeah, doors to the left, one door to the right. So, and what's going on here, guys? What are we doing? What, what are we doing? What, why is it dark in here? Quiet, please. Just quiet. Uh, there's absolutely zero trail of the blood trail a couple feet in. There's no way to tell which door it goes in, left or right. We need to do like agility checks or anything like that, and not stumble around in the dark if we're following around these guys. Nope, you're fine. Okay. Uh, assuming I can't tell where the blood trail goes, I will, uh, you know, motion for silence. I guess I don't know if anyone can see me at all if it's total darkness, but I will uh, come up to one of the doors, whichever is first, and gently put my ear upon it and see if I can hear anything on the other side. Alright. Um, Savellus, as you tap on the floor, you hear the scurry of of um, little footprints or little foot uh, little feet in the house um, scurrying across the floor. Um, uh, Stone, do you go the first door you come to? Uh, the left and the right are both across from each other. Which door do you go in? I... Uh... 
based on how you time things, I will start to put my ear against the right door, but as soon as I notice Velas tapping his staff, I will see if I can reach immediately behind Miter and grab the staff to prevent it from making further sound. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, be- I'm behind Stone as well, and I- I'm going to do my best to interfere with Velas to do that, doing that as well. So you... Um... When you put your door, uh, your ear to the door on the right, it kind of, it creaks open. Um, like it was, it, it doesn't have any kind of locking mechanism or anything. It just freely swings back and forth. I, noticing that it opens as soon as it was contacted, I immediately avert my dark sight vision through the crack in the door to see what I can see. Uh, you see um, what looks to be an old uh, dining area with a, a table kind of thrown on its side and a, a pile of uh, just debris and refuse over in the corner. Is there any light source within the room that I can deduce? Uh, there is not. It is completely darkness except for the the moonlight that's uh, using dark sneaking using, in. And I imagine using, by that using dark side. Do I see it? Yeah, you see, uh, you see as well. It's just dark inside with crap in the corner. Okay. I assume by that point, what I've noticed, the um, sound from Vila's staff would have distracted my attention. Whether I or Miter was able to stop it, I guess we'll stop. But uh, beyond that, I don't think I would have made it to the other door to listen before resolving that sound distraction. So you, I would have, um, I would have, I would have specifically stopped it. You uh, you see that the the sound that you heard were some rats kind of um, moving around in the refuse pile. Does any of the refuse pile look uh, new or fresh? Uh, it does not. I'm not seeing any cast off clothing or anything like that. Nope. Uh, if if Stone is able to tell that Miter has Velas and his seventy six year old decrepit crippled bitch ass under control, then I'll put my ear against that left door and see if I can hear anything. But I, this time, I will be extra careful, knowing that the first door, putting my ear against it, opened it and made a creaking noise. This time, I'll be keeping that in mind, trying to be as stealth as I can. Um, so, the, so there's two doors on the left. The one that was across from the one on the right that you listened to, you don't hear anything um, out of. And then you've got a door farther down, almost to the front door on the left as well. I will listen to all of them and see if I can deduce any noise from the other side, being okay. as careful as... So when you get up to the the other door, I'm assuming that everybody's coming with y'all as well. You're kind of like the Scooby gang creeping through a scary I don't hallway think so. or something. I think I'm on my own because I think Miter and Velas are kind of having a little cartoonish argument fight over the staff banging on the ground no no not at all not at all i'm kind of i'm kind of moving along as, as well I, I, i'm i'm not trying to hold up the party or, or or trying to make a big deal about it but at the same time all right so you um stone you get to the doors and you notice you don't hear anything and you notice the doors don't open in or out they actually slide into the wall like um accordion doors Okay. Um, but I don't hear anything on the other side. Uh, you do not. I'll uh, 
I'll kind of glance back at the rest of our party and my dark side. Does it look like they're composed? Yeah, they're they're all composed. Just kind of behind you. Looks like they're in waiting for you to open the door. Can I? I've taken a spot behind stone, kind of protecting. All right. Kind of getting a weird feeling in my stomach. Can I get super paranoid and kind of inspect the borders of this sliding door and everything around it? Just kind of seeing if anything looks off, because I feel like if I try to open it, something bad is going to happen. Yep, give me a perception check. The D20? Yep, D20, then whatever your perscept. What's your perception score? <laughs> I don't think it matters, bro. I rolled a one. Okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. Alright, so this looks safe, and I open the door. Alright. So, give me a marching order for the party. Who? So, so we know that um, Wicca was up front, is one. And then, if I remember, um, uh, Miter, you're two. I'll be happy to jump into it, yeah. I'll jump into it. Alright, and then, um, Velico sticks a staff be- beside Miter and tries to uh, hit Velus in the face. Stop him from singing. So, <laughs> so who's um? So Valis and um Timothy are y'all uh, next to each other and say the third spot. I'll I'll take third or fourth. All right. So we'll. So Valis will be third. Um, Timothy will be fourth. In staff then, range. Yep, and then Wendell, you're bringing up the rear. Sure, I'll bring a bird. Alright, I need everybody to give me a perception check as the door opens. How how uh, the people who are in front of me, is there anybody who's taller than me? Um, I don't think so. I think you're probably the one of the taller ones. Uh, you got two short dwarfs in front of you. I rolled an 18. Alright. Are we rolling perception checks? Yep, perception. Alright, so Stone 17. rolled a 13. What was that um, there, uh, Miter? 17. 17, alright. And Wendell rolled an 11. Timothy, 15. Alright, everybody succeeded. That's amazing. I am so happy that you all did. Um, so oh, you shit. all you all notice this glow emanates out of the kitchen as one of the most beautiful women that you have ever seen comes walking out of the kitchen and she walks down the hallway and as How she stressed. walks by you she runs her fingers kind of like on your coat sleeves and you you feel a presence kind of brush up against you as she passes um, each of you and then finally uh, stone and then she comes into the study. I, can I back What's the size of the room? Prevent her from getting close? Uh, you can't stop her from getting close. Uh, the size of the study she's going into? size of the room we're in and the size of the study she's going in. You're kind of in a living room and the study she's going into is about the size of your normal study. Uh, we'll say 8 feet by 12 feet. So she uh, she brushes past all of you and and then come walks into the study and and sits down in her chair and and looks up at at you, um, 
uh, uh, stone and do the rest of you do you follow her to see where she goes do you stay where you're at in the hall I what exactly to uh, see if I recognize this either with occult or magic uh, my, my background in magic or occult uh, would I be able to kind of do an insight or, or, or identify what's going I've read about this once um, I can tell you that you have not and there's no constitution check or any other kind of check I can make to see Will if check. it's affected by her touch. Um, yeah, you can make a will check. I can't try to like identify this as like a fae or something like that. Um, well, she when she kind of brushed past you, you felt her, but she walked into the room, so, so you can't really. You have to go in the room to. Just she she wants she she looks to you stone and kind of beckons for you to come to her. Can I look into the kitchen where she just walked out of? Yep, there's nothing back there. I, I'm gonna walk in the room. All right. So when she walked past us all, did she make physical contact with stone? Yeah, yeah, she did. She just kind of brushed up against y'all. And you said I can make a will check to deduce anything about that contact and what yep. she's... Absolutely. Can I do that too? Absolutely. Can I use my magic knowledge? Can I use any of my 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 academic knowledge on this or is it just a straight will check? It's just a straight will check. I rolled a 19. Okay. But I have a will of 10, so there's no modifier to that. All right. I rolled an 11, so just right over my will. All right. So yeah, you, you both succeeded. Nothing... Nothing happened. While they're doing that, I look past them and look at her and I go, <laughs> 40 years ago. All right. So you, I'm, so you come into the room then to check her out too? Yep. All right. What about Stone and Timothy? Do y'all go in there too? And by the way, when I walk in the room, I want to turn around to Stone and sort of give him a wink and say, uh, yeah, just sort of, Acknowledgement that I'm sort of gonna move. Ah, shit. Well, well, you, you're you're already at the door, looking into the room, so you're you can see her. Um, Wendell, would you have followed her in? What would you have done? I would have followed. Okay. So everyone's in that room. Everybody's in the room. Me. All right. So she. She motions for y'all to come to come in, um, and she kind of. So, so we're, pretty, we're pretty cramped, right, Shmo? No, no, you're not cramped. What about twelve room? Yeah, yeah, you're you're good. So she, after you all come in, she kind of looks up at you and puts her her finger to her mouth and gives you the shh. Does, does she look human? Does she have like a vulpine face or any other factors? Yeah, she. She's human. She's uh, extremely beautiful. Any feeling? Like any? Uh, do I feel different? Do I? Do I have any kind <laughs> yeah, of? Yeah, I got a feeling. Um, <laughs> are there any symbols on her or something? I'm just trying to read this. Is she? What is she wearing? Hang, hang on, I'll, I'll tell you in just a second. So she gives you a, uh, a motion to shh like that, and then she she takes out a a knife out of her the bosom of her dress. And slits her throat in front of you, as her head kind of flops back, and she disappears into the chair. I need everybody to give me a will challenge roll. 
Woo! 19. All right. 7. 12. All right. That's a... Will. Yep, Will. I'm I'm very happy I passed that. Unless you don't let me, Shmo, as soon as that is done, um, and I see the throat slitting, I turn completely around and raise my staff and a guard to defense the... What did, uh, what did you roll there, um, uh, Wicca? Twelve. A twelve, okay. So, um, Miter, you gain one insanity. Wendell, what did you roll? I ended up with eleven. Alright, so it looks like just Miter gained an insanity point. Congratulations. Um, let me just make sure there's nothing... Gee, thanks. <laughs> make sure there's nothing that you have to do with just gaining one um Um, we talked about this it has to match your will yeah it has to match your will all right so and that's where we'll go ahead and stop for the evening because it's 10 o'clock okay that was fun yeah we'll pick this up uh next week we'll wrap this up um level your tunes and then jump right into the next one leveling the tunes will be quick We'll play we'll do that. Uh, at seven o'clock. Or before. So, sorry, go. Sorry about that. Well, what I was going to say was just out of out of feasibility and quickness for us leveling up. I request that everybody decides what they want to try to do, and at least sort of have an ideal, and maybe throw it out there. I've at this point because of the books that I read, I'm stuck between going one of two ways. I'll have that figured out by Tuesday. And I'll let people know because if we wait until people start doing it, that'll take the majority of our playtime next week for us to get it, even if it's quick leveling. So, yeah, we I'd can. I'd rather everybody figure that out ahead of time what they're gonna try to explain, do. Explain, explain what you mean. Figure out. I don't know what you what you mean. So, so your I, first level. Go ahead, Schmo. You can explain. Um, what yeah, what I'll do is I'll work with each of y'all during the week and get y'all leveled up and give you another character sheet with your leveled up character with all your choices already made and picked out that way when we're done with this we can just jump right into the next one um so what do you got just so everybody knows i'm a beginner at this but i live at, in the same town as schmo does so i have a little extra special help with this yeah you good can, it's just like for for sake of the argument or whatever cleric fighter wizard whatever i mean and i know there's like 50 things you can be just i'd like for people to do that ahead of time because one of the things that we had happen in in the D campaign that we were doing was you know everybody sort of knew what they wanted but then as we were leveling up if it happened if it didn't happen at the end of a campaign there was twice like it happened during the middle of of a session it took the majority of the session for everybody to get their stuff together so i'd rather in order for sake of time and the story I'm enjoying, I've enjoyed this first one. Uh, I believe that this is going to be a decent group. Just so you all know, I'm probably going to get you skilled. But, you know, um, that's one of those things that I'd rather spend our time with the dialogue, with the team, learning each other, playing the game and all, instead of leveling our characters up. So, hey Amen. I'm with you, man. I- I'm totally with you. So do we, does everybody know what they're kind of what, what where they're aiming towards next time? Can we just say it right now if we know? Or I know I'm leading barbarian. I will admit I don't know what I'm going to do past that first path choice, but I know I'm wanting to lean barbarian. This is uh, Rico. 
I'm worried about it. Okay. Alright, everybody. Well, thank y'all for stopping in and watching. I hope you enjoyed our first Shadow of the Demon Lord game. It was it was a little chaotic, but it's alright. We'll we'll get through it. Um So definitely check us out uh next Friday as we pick up this adventure, uh wrap it up and then move on to the next one. Um uh, if you haven't already, check out the podcast. Let me let me throw up some social media stuff here. Um, check out the Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Everything's FSH Schmo, even on Instagram. Um, if you want to show some support, you can check out our Patreon. We got a special fifty dollar tier. I will DM a game for you wearing my patented T-shirt, then autograph it and send it to you. Um, so yeah, anyways. Um, also, feel free to check out our podcast. It's uh, got all our previous games and a few extra treats on there and all that kind of good stuff. So, all right. Uh, we'll see everybody later.